What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm going to be your host today. My name is Nick Scarpino. Joining me on a one-on-one, Tim. Some say Tim V. Nick. Some say Tim Ampersand. Nick. Ooh, I Tim like the ampersand. Nick. You see what ampersands I'm saying? aren't always available though in, in different things that you're doing. They They're ruin not. hashtags. And sometimes the font is ugly, yes. so you can't use it. I don't like. It looks I'm like not a weird sure if Euro I like mark. or don't like serif. Uh, uh, serif's the weird little yeah, like, where they like put a little d- dinglehopper on it. No, I, yeah, you, serif's I don't dope. fuck with the dinglehoppers. No, no, no. no. Well, I don't, I don't blame you. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for joining us here. Uh, this is uh, normally Greg Miller's podcast, but Greg is away doing things uh, that we are, I'm not sure if we're allowed to talk about or not. Uh, He's a judge's week. Okay, then we're, we're allowed, allowed to, to talk that. about that, but we are not. We can't talk about what games he is or is not seeing. Exactly. Um, he'll probably do that on his show, whatever the other show is that happens after my show in the morning. You'd um, think his show would be the one with his name in it. But no, he's too good for this show. No, he well actually to be fair, my Friday he was willing to do this show, mm. but he had four podcasts to do. And we, and all we were like Greg Greggy. gets grumpy. He does get he's, grumpy Greg. He gets he's a grumpy Grump. bear. He's like Google grumpy, grumpy bear. bear. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna save everyone from me uh slaughtering the spiel, but I will say uh this is the show where uh three, sometimes two best friends gather on this table, uh, each bringing topics uh, of their enjoyment for your amusement. Um, we have two topics today and a third open topic today. Joey's over here in the wings with the shock mic. We if you guys don't know what the mic. shock mic is, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's, you can go to patreon.com that's right. slash kind of funny and for the $10 level, you get the video with the pre-show. During the pre-show, did Kevin and Joey electrocute themselves? Yeah. The answer is yes. Yes. To be electrocuted, do you need to like uh, look, it's you, a, it's it says, do you shock? have to die? It says no. injury and and de- or death, but I like to think that it's a more serious injury. This is a light For electrocution. Shot. Yeah, yeah, so then it's not electrocution. It's a light then, shot. Yeah. Hmm. But Jared Petty will shot. argue the opposite. Yeah, Jared Petty is very scared of it, and I understand. Of a, being I am too. Yeah. So we have this new mic. We have a new mic that's like ready to no, rumble no, style. No, it looks like yeah, it looks like the, the, the old school like boxing mic that Bruce Buffer used. It's yes. very right. fucking cool. It's the Elvis mic. And because, you know, we want people to be able to, to come in here and add to the show and have you guys hear it. Uh, but for some reason, if you hold the mic, the metal mic and touch other metal, of which there's a lot in this studio, you get shocked. Yeah. We're surprising them because it's aluminum. It's an aluminum truss. And I don't know if that conducts electricity better or less better than steel or iron or any other thing else. I mean, copper, I think it is kind pretty of good. scares me because like our entire studio is based off of this little like. This, ring of yeah we're in a basically we're a, like in a, a faraday cage box. right now yeah uh of metal we've got a grid up above us we've got another truss back there uh electricity shooting at us i'm sure making mm-hmm. us sterile more and more sterile by the moment which is totally fine by my book i, I yes, just want to be clear yeah this is not a new issue this is a known issue we just haven't had a mic around that area yeah so i think if you even grab your mic and grab anything metal, that will happen. It's possible that's just how mics work. It's also possible it's there's possible. an audio engineer out there who's laughing at us right now. Sure. Because there's one easy, stupid thing that we didn't do. Uh, it's the but phantom if it, power. If it, if it helps, the, which is off on that mic. Yeah. If it oh, helps. the decibels. If yeah. it helps the engineer, it's kind of like, it's not a lot of electricity. It's just enough to get you aroused sexually. So you want to basically you you step. mentioned that you're starting to I don't get know that that's true. into electricity. Keep holding on to it, Joey. Keep holding on to it. See what happens. You just gotta believe. Don't turn the fan. He's gonna turn the phantom power on it. No, I will not do don't that to do you, that. Joey. I would never do that to you. Yeah, I don't trust We're Kevin as far as I can throw him, and he is girthier he's than he looks. He's, he's got a lot. Yeah, quite he's, he's girthy. Uh, <laughs> now, Kevin, wait, before we go into the, our, our first topic today, which I'm sure will be a rousing debate between Tim and myself, you were mentioning that you were getting into se- uh, electricity as part of like a sexual kink. Is that did I hear that correctly or did is that I my mean, words, just, not I'm, yours? I'm just saying like that, like 
Like when I'm Paula gets holding, home tonight, is she gonna? Is there gonna be like a little electric unit? And you're like, just like you're tied to the bed. Put it on the turn. Put it on the turn. Is that what's gonna happen? No, I don't like she has the idea class of tonight. Kevin in she sexual has, situations. She has class tonight, so. Oh, she has class tonight. Yeah. Okay. One of these days when we get like when we just don't care anymore, we're gonna do a sexual kinks episode. Uh-huh. And it's like, what are your nasty the nasty I, do kinks? Have, do we have yeah, any? I, I don't think anyone. Like aside from you and your porn, have anyone? You know? I don't have any kinks in real life. It's yeah. just, it's when I go online as uh, under my alter ego Johnny Mnemonic, and I'm on the porn scene. That that's when I want to watch the crazies come out. I kind of believe that that's your <laughs> Johnny Mnemonic. I don't. And here's why: because to be able to log in with Johnny Mnemonic, I have to be able to spell Mnemonic, and I think there's a P in there somewhere. Oh yeah. That's yeah, definitely. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Isn't it PN? I think it's PN. There, there needs to be a mnemonic device for that. Ooh, look at that. Knew there was a mnemonic, a P-ness. Does. Pneumonia has a P. Yeah. But mnemonic. I don't think mnemonic does. Kevin, Google Johnny mnemonic so we can look and see <laughs> who is in the There's cast just a of that. picture of fucking Nick looking hella sleazy. <laughs> <laughs> like dope ass 90s like Oakley glasses that people should never wear ever again. <laughs> but Damn. I have them. There's a certain sign. Oh, like, there's so- an M. It's an M. Yeah, that's what I was saying. P-M? Y'all tripping. P-N-U? Oh, was it N? How do you spell it? Oh, wait. Johnny. Oh, M-N-E-M-O-N-I-C. See, I would have totally got that wrong. That's why I can't do alter egos online. Plus, I'm too fucking lazy for that. All right, What Tim. was your other alter ego that you used, I had to, a few. used to YouTube comment with? Oh, uh, Dick Finkelstein. Dick Finkelstein. <laughs> yeah. There was a while where I was trying to do that, and then I was like, it's, it was super cathartic at first, and then I was like, this is just comments as yourself. Bad. This is real bad. If you're going to say something underneath, uh, under a pseudonym, why can't you say it by yourself? Mm-hmm. I've grown as a human being, so now when I talk shit to people, they know it's uh, Nick. It, they know it's me. Scarpino. I want them yeah. coming after me, bro. Yeah, I, I, I like a head-on fight. That's mm-hmm. why I play a lot of first-person shooters. None of this sneaking around shit. Once a year, at least. Yeah, I get <laughs> okay. into one. Okay. Yeah, I'll do like I, I'm still. I want to go back to Far Cry Five because I still love that game. Mm-hmm. I might. I might go back and beat that. Okay. Can't, you can't. should probably just play God of War. I can't get into it. You aren't playing it. Right or enough? I don't know. It's some. some I've tried for a couple hours. I just, I think it was too hard, so I dropped the difficulty down to zero, and then I felt Mm. like a wuss for having to play a game (laughs) on the lowest difficulty level imaginable. It's fine. Just enjoy the game. I don't. And then there's the kid, and I'm like, this is why I don't have kids. I feel like you. What do I have to do, Dad? Could I climb on your back? Get off my fucking back, kid. You're a drain on your mother when she was alive, and you're a drain on me now. Damn. Things are getting real. Am I wrong? No, you're he doesn't not. know he's a god yet. When I tell him that, he's gonna go, and then I gotta throw him across a canyon. Yeah, just once you come back to me in about it's a year. Great scene in the game. Throwing you. When he does it, across just the canyon, takes yeah. him, and balls him up, and just chucks his stupid little hipster ass across a canyon. Oh my god, that's great. You know what I decided to do today, What's Nick? That? With this, with this fine drink in front of me. What is this the, tangerine? The Lacroix. La- tangerine, yeah. The Lacroix isn't cold enough because mm-hmm. we we put it in the fridge too late. Iced it, and like so, I put the ice in. But I just I was like, I'm gonna get fucking crazy here. Yeah. I poured some gray goose in that shit. Oh, you're going to put gray goose in that motherfucker because that's been in the the freezer mm-hmm. and it is frigid and it's uh, oh man, oh, that's a, beautiful. La, La Croix goose. I want to come up with a funner name for it, but yeah, La Goose, La Goose. Let's call it La Goose, dude. La Goose and fucking gray goose. The boost, La Goose. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun show. That's all. I'm uh, I I love. By the way, I had a, a thing last night and 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 Tim and Gia came out and they brought a friend. Yeah. And you guys look like you were having a fun we party having, toward oh, the end there. Fun. 
Y'all came out to see me do comedy, and Uh then you were like, I was was schmoozing with some of the other comics. You're like, we're going to go over here and just have another quick drink. I come back. You've got five cheese platters. There was a cheese platter, Brussels sprouts, mac and cheese. And (laughs) to top it off, the pretzel knot. And a fucking knot of pretzel, man. And I love Gia, but I can always tell when Gia, it's not her first glass of wine that she's got there. Oh, yeah. It's not that she ever, ever acts drunk. Uh It's that she gets a little bit more... She's loose, you know what I mean. She's very loose. There's, yeah. there's a lot of this. She was, going am I crazy on. in thinking she was drinking a rosé last night? Oh, she all rosé all day, dude. She all rosé all day. Yeah, rosé yeah. all day. She was doing it. No, we were we had a lot of fun, and I like that you joined us. I and did. You were sitting at the table, and then you immediately left. I had to go, and then you came back hours later. Hours later. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time. It was a long time. We'll we'll be able to talk about that in a couple eventually. months. Eventually, eventually. Yeah, it was um, fun. But that was really fun. All right, our topic today, our big topic today, we have two. But the one that I'm most excited about is Speed Racer. <laughs> now, Tim and I got into an argument the other day. On the 10th anniversary of Speed Racer. On the 10th anniversary. Oh, I didn't even know it was the 10th anniversary of Speed Racer because I don't even follow that just garbage heap of a movie. Well, it's doing something. A lot of colors coming by. Maybe I, so maybe I, had, maybe I stroked out halfway through that movie, which is why I don't like it. Yeah, you love this movie. I was incredibly disappointed with this film. So I want to talk to you about why I should like this mm-hmm. and subtly tell you why you shouldn't like this. So you should stop liking yeah. this film so much. You're, you're, you're on the wrong side of history there, Nick. I don't think now, I what, what happened was we had that conversation yeah. and then later on in the day, you went home to do some shit. Yeah. You call me and you're like, Tim, we're going to do an episode of Gawk, just yeah. me and you. And yeah. we're just going to get into Tim it. versus Nick. It's just Tim versus Tim Nick. versus Nick. And I'm like, Sold. Perfect. Say no more, I man. I love <laughs> like, it. I'm in. So yeah, so Speed Racer is obviously, I fucking love this movie. Why? Because it what is. What is it about this movie? I mean, aside from the fact that it's a lot of colors flying by you, the, like Speed Racer to me. Is a spectacle. It is a spectacle film. Word of the day. For sure. Mm-hmm. But it's like eating um, Starbursts that don't taste like anything. You're like, they're colorful and they're pretty and it's chewy. So I'm enjoying that mouth movement. But there's no taste to this movie right, whatsoever. There's no depth to this oh movie my God. whatsoever. Yes, there is. So let's take a step back. I'm not going to go out there and try to argue that it's like, oh, it's not just, it's not style over substance. There's there's a deep thing, whatever. No, no, no. There's a, there's a fun story there and there's like some twists and turns and like family dynamics and there is all that shit. But it's fairly surface level mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing. What I appreciate about the movie is that they had a goal and they absolutely achieved it and knocked it out of the park. So they're not being depth. I think was a conscious decision of theirs where they wanted it to look like a cartoon. They wanted everything to feel like a cartoon and they wanted to create a world that had a set of rules that you believed in. And when you were watching it, it it's despite the movie being entirely CG and entirely green screen, yeah, which is usually CG. a complaint Mostly that, that people Mostly have bad. over uh, about movies, right? You get to the third act of a, a movie and it's just people facing off against CG hordes of nothing, right? Yeah. This movie uses that to its its advantage and sets up this wacky ass fucking world where the moments that you see in anime or cartoons where like the shadows get dramatic and like zooms in on their face and like the colors behind them go get all wacky yeah that was the the whole point of it and what i thought is really cool because i was i'm rewatching it now i didn't finish it because gia fucking can't stay awake through movies um but we made it halfway through just let her go to bed no Never. She weighs fifty pounds. You pick her up, you put her in the bed, yeah. you go back to TV, watch but I, it. I want her. And to then when she, you're, when your sure she's asleep, that's when uh, X videos no, comes out. That's when you do it, dude. No? Speed Racer porn parodies—they're well, great. Oh. No, but what the what Speed Racer does 
really well, and I, uh, it's very unique, and I haven't seen any, any other movie do it, is so you've, we've seen Space Jam, right? Fucking classic. Great We've movie. seen Who Framed Roger Spiritual Rabbit. Spiritual successor to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And I love the, the style that they have of taking cartoons and putting them mm-hmm. into real life, and I feel like Speed Racer is the opposite of that. And when you look at the scenes, everything is always in focus. Whether it's, it's the background un, it's or foreground, everything's in focus, just like a cartoon would be. There's not that depth of field. Yeah. And I feel like they really play with that throughout the movie and with the, the transitions and the mm-hmm. fucking wacky ass colors and everything going on, all the costumes, everything about it is on the nose. And I love that. Yes. And a lot of people would say that's what a, a bad film is. Is is there's that they don't use the tools at their disposal to actually create something bigger or better than the sum of its parts, and that was the problem I had with this. Now, granted, going back, I want to take you back on a little adventure. Take me back, okay? Reverse. Back in the day, here's why I liked Speed Racer. Okay, this is a weird walk, so let's go on it together. Are you talking about the cartoon? The original cartoon, okay. right? Which I believe okay. you could watch on, I want to say Cartoon Network or mm-hmm. maybe even MTV back mm-hmm. in the day. One of the channels was showing it, right? Now, before that. I come from the 90s when people like the re- there was like a resurgence of breakdancing. It's going to sound weird. Okay. Where the fuck is Here's this Here's where going? we're going. We're going along. I remember being at a party and seeing this guy breakdance and he was breakdancing to this remix of the Speed, uh, Racer, the Speed theme Racer, Racer theme song. Which is fucking badass. Which I think is by a band called Alpha Flight or something that had to do with like was kind of Speed Racer-ish. And it doesn't matter. It was dope as shit. Fuck and I was right. like, that's really cool. I really like that song. That was my entry to Speed Racer. And I was like, what is it? I'm like, oh, Speed Racer. Like, Speed Racer is that weird cartoon. Yeah. Started watching the cartoon, and I'm like, this is not very good. I don't yeah. like this at all, but I still liked it. Mm-hmm. I kind of forced myself to like it because I kind of got into it because yeah. of that. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you know? Um, exactly. Uh, like, we get all good things. And then I played, there was a Speed Racer game on PC that was terrible. And it took me forever to get to run my old uh, gateway PC that we yeah. had. Finally got it to run. Loved it. It was terrible again. Could not yeah, beat it because the mechanics it. were so fucking bad mm-hmm. that you like when you'd go to jump, it they would just be like a lag and it just wouldn't work. But I was oh, I played this game. Yeah, you probably played it. Yeah, like and you have like different powers that you would get and you'd get the saw blades that would come out. It was kind of like um, I want to say almost top down ish. Yeah, kind of like maybe three quarters. Spy you, hunter. Yeah, kind of spy hunter esque. Loved it. So I loved everything about Speedrunner. So when they announced that the people who made the Matrix, the first Matrix at least, were making. A speed racer film, I was like, I think this could be really, really cool. We start seeing the sort of visual aspects of the film, the trailers, promotional stuff. I was the like, trailers were bad. I was like, I just remember thinking this could be cool. This could be really, really cool. But my problem is I think some of the same criticisms that other people had of something like The Watchmen where it's too faithful. Like they didn't. Why not just if you're going to make a cartoon, that's a movie. Just make a cartoon. See, it just didn't know. work for me. I, so I, I totally disagree because I feel like it did do something that wasn't just faithful to cartoon. There was a lot of elements that were, but like modernizing and making it more like F Zero like and like crazy with the but spinning I feel, cars. I just and feel like it wasn't. It just didn't. There was no reality to the world. It was just was. zany and poppy yeah, and, and that weird. Was the world they made a world, and it just fell super flat to me. There was like even the first few scenes where you're like. Okay, I guess we're seeing this kid in class, and he's like, vroom, 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 speed yeah. You're like, this is fucking weird. It's love. good, That dude. kid was the annoying. Opening, the opening 15 minutes of the movie. And, and then you get to uh, Christina Ricci, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yeah, I play Trixie. Ricci. She's the only shining part of this movie. And her, the young version of her is Ariel Winter from really? Modern Family. Oh. But like, really itty-bitty and young. Yeah. It's crazy. That's funny. Uh, did not yeah, realize that. The first that. 15 minutes of the movie, I feel like they did such a good job introducing all the characters, telling all of their motivations, and doing the thing where it switches back and forth between past and present uh, in three different time frames where you see him as a kid 
thinking about racing and all that shit. And then his older brother takes him out to, to race on the track. Meanwhile, he's doing the same race in real time. Right. On the same track. And then it also shows when his brother set the record on that track. And so all three of those things are happening. He's like racing the ghost car of his brother's like it's so visually fucking and cool lets his and then he lets his brother fucking pass man there's so much heart to that movie i didn't Nick. get any of that i what? couldn't get past the get fact that it that. was just stupid and there was no heart to this movie whatsoever there's so much heart like that that's it's, the thing you i mean there might like, be there might be heart but i just can't see past the really just bad graphics that happen like every time graphics. they go into the car i'm like this is this there it's it's the uncanny valley for me, mm-hmm. right? Where it's not good enough CG to make it feel like it's real. Oh, it's and bad I think CG. It's bad. And so every single time, it just looked, it just takes me so far out of it. And that was, it was a really big disappointment for me. I was kind of crushed when I first saw this. I was like, oh man, within like 10 minutes, I'm like, I don't like this movie. Oh my God. I just don't like this movie. I w- and by the way, big Matt Fox fan uh-huh. back in the day, because he was on Lost at the time. Like he was big. And I was like, he's oh, he's going to be great. And like- he was Racer X. And then it was like a weird, like, how did Racer X become? His, like, his brother became Racer X, and it's weird. And they didn't really flesh that out that much Wait, to Matt me. Fox? They did. There's a whole scene at the end where they, like... He's like, I became Racer X so I could do... And you're like, eh, that's So that, weird. like, my family wouldn't get attacked while Makes I'm trying sense. to take down this industry. I just it don't think weird. you watched the movie. Who, the I've, dude from, I've the seen dude, it twice. The dude from Friday Night Lights. Scott Porter. Was Scott Porter Racer X? He's the brother. Oh, I thought Matt Fox was the brother. No, no. he gets a face change. You're right. I, I think Matt Fox Porter, was Racer Scott X. Scott Porter is his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Matthew and then probably why I was confused post. about it. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. like a whole scene about the Explaining reveal it. of like. Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. I appreciate there was a scene about it. It doesn't yeah. mean that scene was good and supported the, by the, the actual other narrative good. elements. No, it wasn't. The it was weird. It was they just kind of randomly threw it in there. You're like, what the fuck? No. None of that movie made any sense. John Goodman, great though. John Goodman's so John great. Fucking great. And I totally, I totally get what they were going for. I just really feel like it didn't work. Oh my god. I feel like they nailed what they were going for, and I feel like what they were going for just isn't what you wanted, and what a lot of people think was coming with the majority of people wanted. I don't know, man. It's it is a cool classic. I'm not alone in this. If I was alone in it, I'd be like, all right, this is a dumb Tim thing. It's weird. I've People never heard anyone really good. say that it's a cult classic other than that article that I said. It was like, it's become a cult classic. I don't, film, I don't know about film that. Critic, film critic Hulk. He's on that side. Yeah. Anthony Carboni. Oh. Film critic Hulk. Aaron a lot from of co- Game Thrones. A lot of cocaine. And Anthony Carboni loved And uh, Belated Media. The guy that, the Belated Media, the dude that did the uh, How to Fix the Star Wars prequel videos. Sure. Fucking loves it. it this might be just a generational thing, too. Because what, Kevin, what time, when did this movie come out? 2008. 2008. Mm-hmm. So I was 28 years old. I was mm-hmm. 18. Yeah. So I feel like you guys were it was primed awesome. for a movie like this. It, what's and I feel like I just was like, I'm. This is this is fucking pure candy that I, doesn't taste good. I think I watched this movie so like bad. way after it came out because initially watching the trailers, I was like, Ugh, the trailers that looks are like very bad and misleading. Well, and then later I watched and I was like, man, I love this movie. And at some point, I was hanging out with Tim and he was like, you know, it's a weirdly good movie, Speed Racer. And it was one of those like. We hadn't watched it together, but we both were like, yep. The biggest crime it's in crime. human history yep. is the fact that the effects were rendered in like 720p <laughs> so that we'll, we'll never get a proper 4K. That HDR. is just not something anyone needs. It, it, it's it, just not. This movie would be the HDR showcase 100%. film. 100%. I think that... Upresing the graphics wouldn't make them better, <laughs> and I don't I think mean, they would, it would help a lot. The problem is though, like the graphics were so bad that all of the action, which was supposed to be the best part of Speed Racer, was just stupid. It looked like it look it looks like when you, people on YouTube are like, "Check out this cool fight thing," and it's like, "Man, cars aren't really working very well," and there's random sparks that are. And the fact that everything was in focus, by the way, I was like, 
that that alone would have made the graphics better had they actually chosen to do some level of depth of field. But that's actually no, dude, one of the it problems. Works. It works. I feel it like they, they went into the shitty CG and I, I feel like it could have looked better and they didn't want it to. They wanted to create the world to make it feel believable. Like the, there's one scene when uh, they leave the school right in the beginning and his brother picks him up and they're walking into the house and they're outside and you just see just the sky and it's just blue. It's just straight up blue. And that, there's just green ass fucking grass and like the shitty ass like mailman's going by in some weird ass space car. That I don't mind. That is production design and that's cool. I, I'm talking more about production design. I'm talking more about like the actual car racing portions of it. They just stuck out like a sore thumb and that to me was the whole point of like I remember liking the part where Matt Fox comes in like mm-hmm. busts in on the truck and like beats the shit out of people. There were moments of it that rad. were cool. But I just felt like the actual racing portion of the Cristo race is so goddamn dope. Like they took F Zero and made it a movie. And I feel like it worked because that's not what Speed Racer the cartoon was at all. It kind of was. Not really. That, that cartoon sucks. Cartoon fucked. It was a bad cartoon. Sucks. I can't defend the cartoon. You go back and watch it. Ha ha. Trixie. Ha ha. They make fun of a family guy. I think yeah. it's a family guy. It's, it's, it's spot on. It's a bad cartoon. No, I, I really enjoy the movie and I, I feel like it's it's super fun. The soundtrack is awesome. They take the same theme song and it's like a cool, fun jazz version of it. Boom. I just love the character of the movie. And I feel like there's a fucking monkey. Yeah, and he's funny. What's the monkey's called? Bubba. Chimpy. No. Chimpy. Chimpy. There's also the other thing is this: like I'm lukewarm on Emil Hirsch. Like I just, he's a really good actor. He's also very pretty. He's very pretty, but used in like I really like him in a movie called Alpha Dog, mm-hmm. which was him and Justin Timberlake and like where and Anton Yelich, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they kill him and it's like based on a true story. I like when he plays those real characters. I don't love him as the sort of heroic lead. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's more of a character actor, and so his choice, him choosing him for this, I just didn't feel like he worked oh, very man. well. I bought it. it so much. Him and Christina Ricci together, it's just like, oh, hash first off, Dorbs, I'm fucking. Let's in. let's take a little step back, okay? I've had a lot Are of criticisms. Her, her shitty wig about this movie. I don't remember the I'm wig. Joking. Was it's there not a wig? She has a bad hair. Kevin, bring up. Bring up Kevin. Google. I'll be Google the fucking speed judge of this. Trixie. Speed racer. Trixie. Christina Ricci. Wig. All three of those. And let's see what comes up. While you're doing that, um, she's phenomenal. And anyone acting opposite of her gets elevated. We know mm-hmm. that. Uh, uh, we saw that in uh, such classics as Casper, mm-hmm. where oh, we yeah, know we Devin Sawa uh, was not holding up his end on that one. But mm-hmm. she came through for him. She came through, man. She came she through for it. him. She fucking did it. Let's see this. Definitely yeah, I, a wig. I, Definitely a wig. The wig spiracy <laughs> fucking strikes again. Ladies and gentlemen, well, I mean, Google Christina Ricci no, Speed Racer. Okay, and let's see if this is still from the movie because that obviously is that might even be her. That might just be a, a a mannequin that people just abuse when no one's looking. Oh my fucking god! I Nick. went there. You have to go there, Nick. <laughs> well, I fucking went there, so and I don't care. Uh, that might be her real hair. That's her real hair, dude. I can't That's imagine. Absolutely, her I can't real imagine hair. she wanted to walk around with that haircut for very long. She though. had this haircut for like ten years. <laughs> I can't argue with that. That looks like a wig. The Wigspiracy continues. The Wigspiracy, man. Dude, dude, this, this need, fucking movie. It, why isn't this an HDR 4K? It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. Why is the background so fucking fake? Why it's is everything? So you know, this is the other problem with this. It's like, so exaggerated. In, like, it's a great so way. just bad. It just doesn't work. What's that? What's that? Pop, what's that one right there? Where Click you guys on that stand one. on this? Where's the chat at? By Jeez, the way, can you look Louise. into it? What's the What's the word over there? Uh, I'm going to guess 90% of the chat agrees with me because they're smart. And there's going to be some outliers who are like, no, it was a really good movie. The plot. Actually, not a single person has said they didn't love it. 
So let's pull that chat up, Kevin, because I think you're absolutely <laughs> unequivocally full of dog shit on that one. Let's see. The movie is great. Says uh, Caesar. Well, he does a lot of drugs. Caesar does a lot of drugs. We know that. Uh, the thing, that, the thing with it is, I'm not claiming it's the best movie ever. Like, it's far from that. I'm just saying, like, I really enjoy it, and I think that it did something look, that other movies haven't done. Look, there's, there are, there are, a, a, just a host of movies that I love that I cannot argue are good movies, and I totally get that. And those usually become the cult classics for sure. Like every John Carpenter movie ever made is not a good movie. I don't think he's ever made a great movie. They're the, just, they're just, they've just Halloween. become classic. Halloween is. It's hard because all horror movies are inherently stupid. Uh-huh. Like all horror movies have them do things that you're like, you just come on. Halloween, I think, is is like the archetypal, the yep. archetype of a horror movie, right? It's the one that all horror movies have basically just taken off and ripped off of, mm-hmm. right? The virgin running away from the monster that can't be killed, that you know, thematically, theme song. yeah, amazing. So yeah, that you know, the, the John Carpenter theme song. That's it. Thank you. I couldn't remember it. Uh, I was just remembering John Carpenter, like at yeah. a keyboard for Big Trouble in Little China, because he did that too. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think I've, I think I watched Halloween a couple years ago, and I remember liking it a lot more than I did when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking like this movie has a charm to it that you can't, you just can't deny. Yeah, you know. I'm excited. The reboot or not reboot? The new one is coming out this what, year. What is the What is the new one? No. So here's is Jamie Lee in this again? Yeah. Nick. Every let me time run you they bring her back, the Halloween it's like let the woman die. Cinematic, let her die. Universe, all right. Halloween one. Okay? Forget the past, Tim. Let it, let die. it die. Kill it if you Kill have it to. Enough. You have to. Enough. Kill it if you have Halloween to. Halloween one, right? Great movie. Halloween Great movie. two. Great movie. Halloween three. Season of the Witch. Was that the one with the kid? No, that was the one that had nothing to do with Michael Myers. Dumb. It had to do with spiders. Okay. And it was like, we're just cashing in on the name. Yeah. We need to get a movie out this we year. The name. We, we don't have a Michael Myers thing. Let's just fucking go. Right. What the fuck? Why would they do that? How hard is it, do you think, to write a Michael Myers movie? Because they're the same fucking think, movie every time. Well, they're very progressively very different. I could watch it. If I had to, I just, you hear this all the time with like, we had to make a movie or else we lose the rights. Yeah. And then they make something garbage movie. You're like, but the movie, all of them are garbage. How did you make garbage even worse than garbage? Do you see well, what I'm saying? Well, they're not all garbage. So here's where it gets interesting. Yeah. It goes four, five, and then six. Okay. Mm-hmm. Six, where does H2O Six come is pretty good. This? That is number seven. Okay. All right. Great Halloween movie. H2O, 20 years later. Good or great? Starts off Joseph, Joseph Gordon-Levitt getting a fucking roller skate. Not roller skate. Ice skate. Ice skate to the Right head. through the fucking right. face. Okay. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and it's like the 20-year anniversary. Jamie Lee Curtis is also in Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. That was like... Halloween 2 is probably That's my favorite one. That's where she's like one. the insane she's in the house. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very cool scenes. Um, but then there was H2O, and then, a lot of people forget about this one, there was Halloween Resurrection. Mm. Now, Halloween Resurrection, you might ask, is that the one with Busta Rhymes? I was going to ask that. That is, in fact, the one with Busta Rhymes. In it's fact, the our one- fourth topic today, we should probably just push forward, is going to be Busta Rhymes. <laughs> I want to know everything you know about Busta Rhymes, oh, or oh, Busta, I as I call it, as I've come Busta, to know yeah. call him um, as a friend. Resurrection was the one with Busta Rhymes where they were doing a reality show in a house, in a haunted house. Yeah. And then Michael Myers was there. Ah, okay. Yeah. That sounds like uh, a fun it idea. It was very bad. Was it terrible? It was very fucking bad. <laughs> um, and that killed the franchise mm-hmm. um, for a while. Then, years later, they rebooted it. Rob Zombie did. So Rob Zombie right. directed Halloween. Halloween, it was, good. it was pretty goddamn good. Hard to believe, though, because the Rob Zombie movies up until that point, not good. Really? People like it. It's similar I, to Speeders, so some people really like them. I hated House of a Thousand Corpses. It was terrible. Yeah. I didn't fuck with them. It was terrible. Whatever the other movie was called, the sequel to it. House of Two Thousand Corpses. 
House of Two Devil's and a Half Rejects. Corpses. Devil's Rejects. Devil's yeah. Rejects. I saw but the first one. Music, I was like, no. Nope. Really cool music. I'm not gonna do this. Um, all right. So they did um, Halloween. Yeah. Rob Zombie rebooted it. Yeah. And the movie was. I would even say very good okay. for, for those type of movies. And uh, it kind of it went back into Michael's past and like when he was a, a young kid and it showed him why he's all fucked up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. They did a good job with it. Um, a weird random fun fact about that movie. Mm-hmm. They you remember when Wolverine Origins leaked before it came out and sure. like people could download it on the Internet, but it didn't have any of the VFX. Yes. So it was like really fucking weird. Awesome. Um, same thing happened with Halloween, but it was a test screening with a totally different second half. Really? So there's two versions of that movie in existence. I've seen them both, and they're like radically different. Really? So it's just fun, cool shit. That's cool. Then they made a sequel to that reboot, Halloween mm-hmm. 2, uh, the Rob Zombie one. And the first 15 minutes of that are the best 15 minutes. They're the best thing any Halloween movie has to offer. Okay. It's essentially a remake of Halloween 2, the movie, just condensed down into 15 minutes. It's fucking awesome. Very fucking cool. And then the rest of that movie happens. Yeah. And it is Probably my top three worst movies of all time. This is before or after the seminal film Halloween H2O. This is a decade after. A decade after. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. But now I don't, where things I get don't want to sleep Nick. on Joss Hartnett. I just want you to know that yeah, Josh Hartnett dude, holding it down it with together. that horrible emo haircut mm-hmm. that he had in that film. Where I wanted to just reach through the screen and say, fix your hair. Mm-hmm. But I, I knew he was just getting more girls than me at the time. So like, I have no leg to stand well. on. So now we are in this beautiful year of 2018. 2018. Like, Halloween is coming out. I mm-hmm. think it's just called Halloween. Why not? Why uh, here's not? the thing. I don't, I don't even Who fucking cares? Just make a Halloween movie. Call it Halloween every every year. No one cares. Now guess where this falls in the timeline, one. Nick? Uh, origin is an origin story. It is not an origin story. It is actually a sequel to the very first movie, pretending the second movie didn't exist. Okay, so they're just calling it. So it's gonna so be Halloween. Going Halloween. Jamie Lee. I don't. Kevin, can you look look up what the title of it is? I think it is just Halloween. Uh, but Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, and it's like time accurate, like a million years later. She's an old person, uh, and it's the story of elderly at the at the end of Halloween. It's like when he you know jumps out and they can't find him. Yeah, they find him, and then it just goes on from there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So they find him like forty years later. It. Huh? Yeah, we'll see. Huh? We'll see. Cult classics. Cult. Fucking God bless classics. it. Maybe I'll give Speed Racer another go. You I'll should give it another go. I tried watching it I don't think you should again. Know. You clearly hate it. And I just could. I was like, I. this makes me want to end my friendship with the everyone. The problem is you can't like disassociate the look with the fact that there is a story and it's beautiful. <laughs> Here's That is a problem for me, Kevin. Yeah, uh, Some would say that's a problem for everyone who watches that film. No, they couldn't get past isn't. the horrible filmmaking mechanics that the Wachowski siblings used or sisters used. I don't know what they are now. Um, yeah, cool. It's just Halloween. Halloween. Do Kevin they ever explain why he is just a an unkillable monster? I like to think that they're gonna. One day. No, one day maybe they will. There's been a bunch of weird so like I said, there's now a split timeline, so things got Oh, there's do they 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 uh, two thousand nine Star Trek did it where they were like Spock came back and yeah. just altered the timeline. Yeah. That'd be amazing. That's mm-hmm. amazing. I'm glad they did that. Now I don't know. I mean like I'll maybe I'll I'll go back and watch Speed Racer again. I'll try it for a third time and see if I can. You should. Get it right. I mean you definitely you I should. But I it just, was, I know like Kevin's right though. You're you're not gonna find any merit in Joey, this. where do you come down on the Speed Racers? Uh, where do you come down on Speed Racer? Make, I don't think I've ever seen Speed Racer right. in any form. I think you didn't How many times have you seen Grease 2? Oh, I mean, that's just too many to count. I think you're doing it right. 
Thank Continue you. with Grease 2. Do, Do not watch Speed I Racer. did come back in here just because I heard you guys talking about Josh Hartnett and I got very excited. Josh Hartnett. Because I've also seen Pearl Harbor a million times. Mm. Not a good movie. Just bad. But Josh Hartnett. Tell you a movie he was in a that I did like it in. Yes. Wasn't he in that one about the teachers who were the aliens or taking over the school? Oh, and that teaching Miss Tingle? Is that what it was? What? Teaching me. No, he's Ew. thinking of that one movie. That's a weird porn shit. Tim, you know what I'm talking about. The faculty. No, that's a... The faculty, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. that was like his breakout role. I don't and know if I I've seen thinking, that either. Oh my god, Kevin, weird. bring up the IMDb for the faculty. Let's watch the trailer and the movie right now. Joey, Let's immediately watch. You are holding it in a weird way, but it's just because it's like at weird it's a, level. It's a weird mic thing. It is weird. Should it. I hold it like this? Just grab it by the back. Do I hold it like this? Just grab it by the Do back. I, a lot of options. There you go. That's it. That's how you hold it. You gotta talk it like you gotta hold it like you're talking to old ham radio. What's up, breaker, breaker, nine or six or eighter? Can we have cool nicknames when we use this? Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you ask me how many times I bought Speed Racer on Blu-ray? How many times did you buy Speed Scroll Racer down, on Kevin, Blu-ray? Tim? I, I, I you bought, have four different Speed copies. Four times. Two times I bought to give. Gift Josh to Hartnett. people to make okay. their lives better. Zeke yeah. Tyler. Uh, one time because I wanted it. And the other time recently, I was too lazy to go to my brother's house and get the copy. So I just ordered another one on Prime. <laughs> can I have the one that's at your brother's house? Yes, it would have literally be quicker to just go over to his house and get it no. and have it delivered. Then, yeah. He's down to wait. I was down to wait. What is it? So it's like 720p? That's how they deliver it to you? No, it's 1080. Well, I mean, I it's bought the Blu-ray. Oh, you bought the Blu-ray, so it's 1080. My God, you're out of your mind. All right. That's it for the speed racer topic. Thank God. I Thank you, like- Kevin, for bringing up the faculty IMDb page that we didn't use. No, I did. I wanted to double <laughs> oh, yeah, check no, that no, Josh Hartnett was, in fact, in that movie. Got it. He played the similar character, Zeke Taylor, uh, and it was great. Actually, a good movie, by the way. Hmm. Kind Maybe of a- I'll revisit that. Oh, The faculty is a great yeah. movie. It's pretty good. Joey, you're breathing it's, into it. It's with, uh, what's his Kevin name? Kevin is I- so particular. Just, just walk away. I want to say the guy from T2, the guy who played the, the T1000. Is in it. He's the bad guy, and he plays a great bad guy. If you don't, re- he's recall. an excellent bad guy he's just based on his teacher. Yeah. Robert Patrick, I want to say his name. Yeah, he's. I was the gym, him confused. He's the gym teacher, I believe. He is the gym teacher. Yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, and then he gets taken over by the aliens. But like the ending was really. I remember there was, being really confused as a young. man. It's a little weird. That. It's not great. Being like this naked woman is very attractive for how much alien shadows are going on right now. It's one of those things where they use sexuality to, to draw me in. And it gets me every time. It really does. Nick, I need you to ask me something. Yeah. Can you ask me how many times I rented Resident Evil, the movie? The one with the, the with Mila Jovovich? Yeah. How many times? Two. I rented it two times. Okay. Both times. That's a, that was an anticlimactic first, answer. First time. I was expecting more, right? Everyone was like 50, 60? First time. Two. The first time was to watch the movie. And then the okay. second time was because I was like, oh my God, she gets naked in that movie. She does get naked in the movie. beginning. And it was We were exciting. fucking creepy it was, little kids. I know. That was, I was such a creepy little shithead. blockbuster like, I just really like Resident Evil. And the, the, the blockbuster employee looked me dead in the eyes. just like, you just want to see Mila Djokovic naked. Yep. The internet wasn't where it's at these days. That's the problem. It was a big event. Dude, when we were kids, it was just, we had, no, like when I was a kid, I had no access to any of that. So when you'd see a scene like that in a movie, you would be like, I have to record this digitally with my brain for later. Digitally. Do you understand that? Analog understand brain that, digital. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there would always, of course, be the late nights where you'd see, you, you'd see the movie being on HBO and you know the scene is coming. But you couldn't. There was no DVR, so you'd have to hope your parents were yeah. asleep, so you could watch it and enjoy it <laughs> to the fullest extent of your capabilities. Uh, I like if how you could have stopped three. If you're feeling what ago. I'm talking about, if you're feeling yourself, I look over. Cool Greg just goes, yeah, yeah. Cool Greg gets me on a level we, you we never will. We do this will. show. 
we do a lot of shows here yeah. right, at this table. It's a whole fun time. And, you know, there's a lot of people watching yeah. live and mm-hmm. all the different. But when we have an audience of people in the room, it, it, there's a different vibe. I love it. I love it. And I love the I love the mixed audience. Part of it is I try not to disappoint Joey. Mm-hmm. But then when I hear that I have. That's when I start poking. You know, yeah. that's when I start going, okay, well, I've already gone. Well, I'm already on the other side. The hump. Let's start swimming in the lake mm-hmm. and just sh- shedding it all. Let's shed it all. You lost me Metaphorically analogy, speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shed it all. Okay. Shed it all. Let God sort it out. Great first topic. Uh, great show. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you one thing right now, Tim. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do this show without the help of two amazing sponsors. Oh, tell me about those sponsors. Our Nick. first sponsor for today, ladies and gentlemen, is Hims. Now, this is a wellness brand for men. And as I am a man and I enjoy being well, I use Hims. I've gone to forhims.com. I have signed up for the starter pack. It's great. Let me tell you a little, let me take you on a little walk of a younger Nick Scarpino. 25 years old, starts to lose his hair, starts freaking out about it, didn't know what to do. Hims takes care of that for you. They got all the tools and techniques and all these all the things that they need in the starter pack for you to combat baldness. If you're worried about it, you go to forhims.com. And you can uh, take advantage of these things. 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? I'm 38. Still got some up top. Still got some up top. You work um, hard for that. This is a good process, by the way. Not um, so much. Now, Jerry Petty didn't, but, Big you know, <laughs> he does have it. Um, I'll tell you, it's easy. You go, you sign up for their, for their trial pack. They have the starter kit. Rather, mm-hmm. uh, you actually have you fill out all the information. A real doctor looks. You take pictures. A doctor looks through you, and they medically evaluate you, and they tell you what they think uh, you should have. Uh, I'm using the shampoo, mm-hmm. and I'm eating the vitamins, mm-hmm. and I'm using the finasteride. Tell you something about the vitamins. They taste too good. Sometimes I think to myself, should I eat a second one of these? <laughs> yeah, because they're really good. They're gummy vitamins. Yeah, I don't do it though, mm. but I could. Because it's only like fifty percent of my vitamin C. I'm like, maybe I need hundred percent of my vitamin C today. Yeah. You know Double what I mean? C's? Anyway, long story short. Uh, right now, Hims, you can uh, the listeners get a free. Excuse me, the listeners get a trial month of Hims for just five dollars today. Right now, while supplies last. See website for details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. Go to forhimscom slash Greggy. That's F O R H I M S dot com slash Greggy. Forhims.com slash Greggy. And by the way, the shampoo smells like peppermint, Ooh. and it makes me happy every time I use it. I like peppermint. What's up, Kev? Oh, I thought you were. Definitely, I thought you, uh, I thought was, you were. Yeah, no, I got I something to say. Phone, I was oh, oh, I see. Because you flashed me. Here's a, here's what you just did to me. You gave me this, which was a light on a phone, which means to, in my brain I have one minute to get off the stage. <laughs> you just lit me. So I was like, "What's going on? Did I mess something up?" And then well, I always get worried about reading the ad reads. Kevin, but Kevin did remind me of something that uh, this episode's also. No, you want me to do it later? Yeah. Okay. Late, I, I'll do it later. Okay. Because I can keep talking. Keep talking, Nick. Because let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. This show's so good, we have not one, but two sponsors today. Mm. Two sponsors. And our second sponsor is near and dear to our heart as well. It's Blue Apron. Oh, man. Greg's favorite. Greg's favorite. Okay. I got. He gave me his free code for it. Mm-hmm. I tried it out. I cooked a chicken dish. I cooked a steak dish. I liked it a lot. And I am not very good at following directions. As yeah. you know, I don't have a long attention span. Mm-hmm. So I have a very short attention span. They look, they make it easy. There's make pictures. Easy. They give you all the make ingredients you need. Very, very easy. No mistakes. Uh, Blue Apron is offering the listeners of this fine podcast their uh, first three meals free. I got guy. I should have made the font a little bigger on this. When it comes to dinner, let Blue Apron take care of the planning and shopping while you do the cooking and eating. You'll enjoy delicious meal plans like popcorn chicken with sweet chili cabbage slaw and cumin spiced wonton noodles with vegetables and peanuts. I just realized I'm very hungry. On the table in 30 minutes or less with incredible ingredients and chef-designed recipes, Blue Apron lets you see what the power of food can do. 
Uh, they deliver fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door. You that can, can be them featured in under 45 minutes. On Greg Miller's Instagram page. Oh, all the time. Cooking he loves it. He swears by He lives by Blue Raven. Uh, the menu changes every week based on what's in season and is designed by Blue Raven's in-house culinary team. One day when we get big enough, we'll have a culinary team. Oh, yes. I just want you to will. know that. It'll it's going to be, cool, be great. Uh, Blue Raven offers 12 new recipes each week, and customers can pick two, three, or four recipes based on what best fits their schedule. Uh, they send only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. Uh, again, Greg loves this. He swears by it. So we're actually happy to have this as a sponsor. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash greggy. That's uh, blueapron.com slash greggy. Blue Apron, a better way to, way to cook. cook. Next topic. Now I can say. What is it? This episode is also brought to you by Tom Bach, our Patreon producer. Oh, what a Tom good Bach. guy. And all you beautiful bastards down there. Look at those names. Look at you. What a name that what one a great, is. That's a great name. That's a great name. That one, not so much. Yeah. That one, great, though. Work on that one. This is good. Yeah. Where, go, where are we with BB. the Patreon names? Is this Did this take us up to 2017? We're like February, yeah. 2018. Okay. We're 2018. 2018. Oh, we're in 2018. I believe this is February. Make Why don't we just do them all over and over and over again and just put them in front of my face? They didn't put them in front of my that. face. Just put them behind me. I want names everywhere. Green Pet. screen me no, out. I'm not gonna do any of that. Green screen you out. <laughs> That's not how green screen. Green works. screen me out vertically, so that each name fills the white in my shirt, but the blue in my shirt, like blue apron, stays forever. How does that sound? All right, next topic. Tim, is this America? This is America. This is America. This is America. Was a topic that you wanted to bring. Now, yes. Here's here's how my life goes, ladies and gentlemen. I come in. Go. Everyone's super excited about something that they heard about 10 days ago. I don't know what's going on. I have no idea what's happening. Tim goes, Nick, you got to watch Childish Gambino, Donald Glover's newest video. This is America. It's amazing. There's all of these amazing emotional and tonally and and themes and and imagery that's happening in the foreground versus the background. All this stuff works together to make this amazingly powerful piece. And I say, Tim, I will absolutely watch that. And then a week goes by. Mm Mm-hmm. And I haven't watched it yet. And then you and Andy start talking about how much it means to you. And then Andy goes, Nick, what did you? And Tim stops him and goes, he hasn't watched it. I guarantee he hasn't watched it. And I wanted to tell you to go screw yourself. But we both know that I had not watched it yet. I understand that. I mean, this is a thing that every comic has been talking about. Mm -hmm. Every time I go out, people are like, dude, what a great piece of art this guy's put out. It's crossed over into being like a mainstream topic of conversation. I checked yesterday, 111 million views. Mm Mm-hmm. On its After official some channel, YouTube fuckery for a while. What happened? They weren't promoting it. They weren't giving it the trending spots. That's bullshit. Yeah, it's BS. But then they like now they hit, there's a whole new YouTube trending section just for music. So the thing, I, here's the thing. Let's we can we can dig into this. We're not we're not going to do like a scene by scene breakdown of it. I'm no, sure Tim will tell us some stuff for that. But what I like about this, and what I what I continually am impressed with Donald Glover, uh, about Donald Glover rather, is that he seems to have a grasp of the medium. Like no other person on this planet. And it's so impressive that he decided to do, like he could have just done a music video for this. Mm-hmm. A normal Drake, I'm in a freaking colorful cube dancing in a weird. money. Yeah, I'm just whatever. And he chooses not to do that because I think he actually has something to say. And like going back and watching, I, I went back and watched it and then I was like, okay, I'm not smart enough for this. So I went back and watched a breakdown of it and I'm like, okay, I'm getting a lot of the the, the smaller nuanced mm-hmm. Easter egg stuff and how that builds into the bigger theme. Um but I just think he is actually has a perspective and wants to say something. And that's why, A, this video is so good and why he's so popular right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy seeing where he's at. A, a big meme that's come out of this and a tweet that I've seen a million times from a bunch of different people. I don't know where the original source was, but someone said that uh, what Childish Gambino, what Donald Glover is doing is what Kanye thinks he's doing. Yeah, that is a great, great, great analogy. And like I do a think great that's, saying. That it's dumbing down a little bit, but I, I feel like the sentiment is very true. And I feel like everything that you were just saying is correct in that, you know, this... He, he knows exactly what he's doing to, to start the conversation, spark the conversation. I think that he knows this is going to get out there to not just the groups of people that yeah. get it. It's going to get out there to the groups of people that don't get it but want to talk about it and want to get it. And I feel like it's that type of education process. The fact that you watched it and were like, ooh, this is important. I should probably look right. more into this. That's a great sign. Well, to be fair, I thought. watched it and said I want to look more into it so I don't sound like an idiot when I talk about it to all my friends who have like, you don't get it, Nick. Cool. I mean, th- that's... But that's a, you know, maybe it comes from a place of shame that's as an old man. That's though. But that's a perspective. I, yeah. I think, would it, would it be unfair to say that Kanye has messages like that to sell albums, whereas... Donald Glover is actually trying to just put messages out into the world and by virtue of that is making cool stuff. See, that's where I don't agree. Like, I feel like this is great and there's obviously very positive messages and things that are going to come from this. But I mean, this is it's to sell records. Like, I, I don't think that this yeah. is any well, that's difference. that's the thing, though, because I don't think the song's that hot. Oh, it's fucking hot. You're wrong about that. If, so here's the thing. If I had just heard the song, I'd be like, that's a cool song, mm-hmm. right? But it wouldn't have... The like obviously the impact that the visuals add to it. Oh, the visuals take it to a whole new level. And like, I think like you put that song up that... against a Kanye song, and I'm like, I think that Kanye song is gonna be a little hotter. Yeah, for modern Kanye songs, I don't know, man. Hits, poop and shit. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, it's I like, like the, I like that. The, I like my favorite Kanye is that poor, that that time during Kanye, the old Kanye when he made uh, a short film with him and all the sex dolls, mm-hmm. that, but only showed once and no one could see it. But then of course it leaked on like his main channel. Yeah, you know, Famous. and it was like him and yeah, that was great. Yeah. I miss that. Or actually, best Kanye is Kanye riding on the back of a motorcycle with Kim K. That's my favorite Kanye. Down to, yeah. Also, really like the Kanye where the woman dances and is dressed like a cat. That's pretty amazing, too. Oh. Uh, Fade. Yeah. All those songs on... No, those aren't on the same album. The last two albums. Dope. Yeah. Dope songs. Uh, I don't know. It's Kanye is a, is a topic to itself, and that's like what he's doing now is fucking crazy. And I, I've, me and my brother talk about this often, as you'd expect. Yeah. Uh, my brother, not the biggest Kanye West fan musically. And your brother's not the biggest fan of a lot of people. Yeah. I, I, my favorite story that came out of last night, am I allowed to say Gia's friend's name? Yeah. Okay. Rochelle, right? Yeah. Was talking, you guys all went to a Kendrick Lamar concert yeah. the other day. Uh huh. And y'all sat her next to Cool Greg because you just wanted to, quote, see what would happen, which is my favorite thing ever what? it's not a big deal don't worry about it cool Greg don't worry about it uh, and so from Rochelle's perspective this is where the story picks up and this is where it gets very interesting right you guys decide to leave them I guess to go get booze or whatever and again I think subversively to see quote what happened what would happen you leave quote, them what, my words not his my words not his and so she says she's sitting next to cool Greg and they're getting you know she's like it's Kendrick Lamar concert she goes so uh have you seen Kendrick Lamar live before? And Cool Greg's like, yes. And she's like, oh, what did you think? And he's like, I didn't like it. And she's like, do you like Kendrick Lamar? And Cool Greg simply said, nah. <laughs> and then they sat in relative silence because there was a concert going on. And she was struck, <laughs> she was struck by the fact that Cool Greg would spend that much time at a concert to someone, watching someone he does not in fact like. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, that is the Cool Greg way. Because... You, when you want to be great, you have to study the people you love, but you also have to study your enemies. There's a, I would say that 
80% of what you said is accurate. It's close. There's my like words. there were details my that words. are off. I had some details to it to flesh out the story for the narrative <laughs> for the audio listeners at home that can't see us. Um, I like to paint broad strokes, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. little imagery there. Jokes there. aside, though, I, I think that you're touching on something important here, which is there is a, a new era of, of I don't even want to call it rap music because at yeah. this point it's just it's music. Like, uh-huh. This is what popular music is um, with the, the Kendrick Lamar's to an extent, the logics, um, the uh, childish Gambinos mm-hmm. uh, where that they are the number one hits in, in America and they're actually trying to say something that actually is supposed to be a message. And that is the point of the, the music. I feel back in the day, obviously not to go through the history that everybody knows, but you look at NWA, That's what we do here. they had their whole thing, yeah. their shtick, right? And then you look through, then Eminem, it's like shock value and whatever, you go from that. And you know, rap was always kind of this subgenre. And then every once in a while, there'd be rap hits that go over to just be, oh, this is what pop music is, right? Mm-hmm. Then there was the rise in the early 2000s of the Kanye West, Lupe Fiasco types that were, uh, you know, really kind of built Does around- Does he date that far back, Kanye? Kanye, yeah, to the early 2000s. Yeah, because it was you know the '90s were all about Jay Z, Nas, yeah. Tupac. Where, where, now, where does Jay Z come down on the spectrum of like saying something important versus just being Jay Z? Jay Z definitely says things important, but that's not his thing, right? Like, that's, is he more of like a bling rapper? It's, it's not like bling. He, he's more like Tales from the Streets. Okay, you know, like he's yeah. a storyteller. Okay. Um, and like you can kind of see his growth when you look at his discography and go through his music, where you like you see him go from this kid selling drugs to now being the mogul that he is, mm-hmm. right? Um, but he, in some ways, passed the torch to Kanye um, in the in the early 2000s. He didn't produce Kanye, though, right? No, Kanye produced him. Kanye produced Jay-Z? Kanye produced uh, some of Jay-Z's biggest hits. It, Izzo. It, wow. It, Izzo. I didn't know that. Yeah. So and he was like kind of behind the scenes? 90% of the Black Album. Like wow. 99 Problems and all, all that stuff. That's Kanye. Yeah. Wow, I didn't Actually, know that. Actually, no, 99 Problems isn't Kanye. But a lot of the Black Albums. See, I feel like what he's cool right here is a fact checker, but he's just... So he slowly walked away. Nine problems is Rick Rubin, I think. But um, eventually, you know, d- during the, I'd say 2004 to 2011-ish era, mm-hmm. there was the rise of Kanye, Lupe Fiasco, and all them. There were kind of like college rap. I'd say even all the way up through J. Cole's kind of rise to popularity, um, where it's like rap that is meant to make white boys in college feel smarter I feel like they're into like they're they're tied in exactly you know uh, and they, got, they got the finger on the pulse it totally works and I feel like what we're seeing now is kind of that becoming the mainstream becoming the popular thing uh, to to have a a positive message and to be respectful of others and all this stuff it's like all oh, this really great stuff yeah you know good so when, when you look and also J Cole actually now that I say it, it really is a good example of somebody that kind of came up at the tail end of the last generation and is now he just released his new album and it is right there with the Kendrick Lamars and uh, Childish Gambino type music. Having said all that, Cool Greg just doesn't fuck with that shit. <laughs> and, and it's not that he doesn't appreciate it. And in, to an extent, I'm the same way. Like, I respect the fuck out of Kendrick. I had a great time at his concert. A lot of people were asking me because I was saying that I didn't like him the first time I yeah. saw him. Um, he's way better now. It's crazy what a ridiculous budget will do for you. Yeah, it helps, especially for a concert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he was really great there, but it's like, yeah, he never gets tired of making those gigantic concerts. He can always throw a prom. Exactly. There exactly. You go. June 30th. <laughs> slash um, but I, I really appreciate him and what he's doing. And I love that he resonates with so many people out there. 
Uh, but I just don't get it. There hasn't been a, a Kendrick project that I've loved front to back. There's okay. songs, of course, but never really loved it. Childish Gambino is the same way. I love Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Childish Gambino, I like the fun singles that like uh, Freaks and Geeks and shit that he put out years ago that's just like kind of ignorant fun rap. I mean, it, Childish Gambino, everything you need to know about him is in his name. He got his name from a Wu-Tang rap name generator where you, you hit the thing and it just come, puts two random words <laughs> together. And it's like it's kind of a stupid fun side project. Sure. Him. But that's evolved. And well, you really see that as his artistry has evolved over the last decade. And I remember I remember reading this and I could be completely off. It's possible that I make things up in my brain, but that the reason why he wanted to go by the moniker of something other than Donald Glover was because he he wasn't a hundred percent confident in his abilities as a rapper or as a music as a musician in general. So he said to him, I think psychologically it was a little easier to market himself as this like other thing. Mm-hmm. And now now that he's obviously synonymous for it, um, it's it's interesting to see those kind of like that convergent point. Or like it's just Donald Glover. Like I looked at that, I was like, oh, it's Donald Glover. Yeah, I know him from shows and movies and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And the fact that he's doing this, like, w- at what point do you think he'll drop, if ever, the childish Gambino moniker? I don't know that he ever will. Yeah. I, I feel like he likes having different buckets to be able to do different things, and also to have those buckets evolve and be different things. Start off as more of this like really insecure. I'm a black guy in a white man's world, uh, but. I like people treat me like I'm white. Yeah. And but I want to rap and how do I deal with that? Yeah. And I feel like that goes back to what I was talking about earlier of really resonating with like the white college kids listening to this music and just wanting to be woke. Sure. You know? And I've given up on being woke, by he's, the way. He's, no, you haven't. I have. I'm just I just can't cool, I can't Can give do me it. some more of that goose. Lagoose. <laughs> give me some lagoose. Can you give LaCroix, him some of the lagoose? Some ice cubes. And, and can some I can I bother goose. you for uh, a little bit of water with ice? And then I'm gonna need you on this mic because we're, can you get me some Grey Goose, some Lacroix, and some ice in that order? Please. And I'll just do ice, and what makes ice and heat together is water. That's what I'll do. Um, um, but yeah, no. But to see Childish Gambino as a rapper grow from being that to because he hasn't had that many projects out, but uh, when you see his EPs to then his his mixtapes, albums, all that, uh, there was kind of a growth, and we're through that now. His last album he just put out. Um, was it's like not a rap album at all. It's like a uh, funk album. Was it? Yeah. Interesting. Like, yeah. Like there's. I'm not too into his shit, so I might be wrong about this. I don't think there's a single rap verse on the entire really? album. Yeah. Interesting. And it's like that's where he's like, you know what? I'm gonna try something different. And it reminds me of Kanye West when he put out 808s and Heartbreak, where it's like I'm gonna do something that is just it's more artsy and more of like a divergent thing, but it's still Childish Gambino. And then you see him now come out with. Uh, this is America mm-hmm. and what is presumably a new album that is is a rap album again. I really enjoy seeing an artist's growth in that way. Yeah. And I think that the This Is America video is a seminal work that is going to be remembered for decades to come. It's definitely made an impact for sure. And I'm, always, I'm just fascinated by the man's work ethic because he's everywhere. It's always crazy to me. I know that when I become a fan of someone, it's because they've already been in the public eye for like, I'm, I'm never the first to know about mm-hmm. a breaking artist, right? I just, just got into Amy Schumer just now. <laughs> it's not true. I never, I was, I was, I was there uh, from day one, Amy, if you're watching. Hey, you're going to be Clusterfest. Good for you. Um, he's just one of those guys that overnight became the it thing to me. I mean, it wasn't overnight. I mean, that's just what it feels like, right? Yeah. Like all of a sudden he's got probably the most talked about music video around right now and he's also going to be lando calrissian in solo in about he's a week and a half Lando. he's lando dude. now granted of course if i were 
thinking if I was like, let's get into Tim Getty's heads. When should I drop this video? Probably two weeks before a Star Wars movie came out that I was starring in would be an ideal yeah. time span to give it a little breath, but also catch the cultural zeitgeist I mean, of me plus of this being, wave of awesomeness. Being on SNL and killing I didn't it. see him on SNL. Was Dude, he great? Such a fucking great episode. He so, come, so for a lot of people great. that don't know, I believe he's Thank from uh, Upright Citizens Brigade. I think he's a or so. yeah, he's a UCB guy, and he's. It's just weird to think like part of me hates him because he's so talented because uh-huh. he's good looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly has no problem with his body. I will never ever dance with my shirt off ever unless I'm painted and behind a uh, screen of some sort. Those are my two. Those are my two prefaces. I don't know what that's a reference to. I don't know either. I just don't want to be ever shirtless on camera. <laughs> that's um, so weird. But like, and he's just funny, man. Like yeah. steals the show in Spider-Man Homecoming when he's on camera. It's, good for there's him. There's an authenticity to it. Mm-hmm. You know, wait, hold on. Is this just vodka? Here's how yeah, this has to go. No, you're good. No, you're good. You got it right. You got oh, it right. That's a lot of fun. Just come through. Pour it in. There was like half of the drink. Here's right, what you do. Pour and set, pour and set, pour and right. set. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I pour and set, pour and set. I'm going to do that. That's point a half set, a glass of vodka. Set, For those of you guys who are listening at home on the iTunes and the SoundClouds, uh, Cool Greg brought him a pint glass full of vodka. And <laughs> Thank the, you, Cool Greg. Yeah, it was great. So Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, really taking this back from me. It's funny because I know there's going to be a lot of people listening to this that are just like, these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. We don't. And I, I want. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want, ever purport to actually know what I'm talking about. I want about. people to know I am not the Childish Gambino Fan. Like, I'll go on a limb and say you know more about Charles Gambino than the average human walking around. There a lot of right people, now. but I know there's people out there that like. The thing is, he yeah, but is they're, the they're fanboys. thing. Yeah, they're not fanboys. There, it's there's a younger generation. I'm not just putting it on like, oh, I'm too old for this shit because I'm definitely not. But. There's uh, a younger generation growing up that look at Charles Gambino the way that I looked at Lupe. I was one of those college kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like there's there's people that grow up with him thinking that he's just like on another fucking level doing this crazy stuff. And it's like he kind of is. Oh, he's on another level. For yeah. sure. Going all the way back to it with Derek Comedy, the his comedy troupe. Like I remember weekly uh, waiting for him to drop the new college humor specials. Like just the like shorts that they put out every week. And that was one of the first internet videos. Like, Childish Gambino in a very, or Donald Glover in a very weird way, inspired me to do what I want to do, or to want to do what I'm doing. Right. Uh, because I was like, oh shit, there can be scheduled programming on the internet of funny things. Like, just him and his friends went out and shot a short. And it doesn't need to be Saturday Night Live. It could just be a short that right. I knew every Friday at 9 a.m., there was going to be a new. Uh, Derek comedy short right. on college humor. I mean, they fucking did it. Are the rest it, of his troop? Is the rest it. of his troop big too? They're big, and I mean, they're not. No, no, no. Well, I mean, Don, yeah, yeah, Don Glover's on like a A-list celebrity level now. Yeah, that's hard. They're, to break they're nowhere into. near that. But I mean, they're they're very funny people, and you know, they. I'll, I'll never so forget. They're like, basically, your words, not mine. They're losers. Is no, what you're no, no, no. They made they a movie in like two thousand. Fuck, I want to say two thousand eight, and I remember being so proud of them. Like. I was I watched them the way a lot of people watch us, and if we were to be like, we're gonna make a movie, mm-hmm. it'd be like, holy shit! If we said that to people though, they'd be like, great, and then they would give us some money, and they'd be like, this shit ain't gonna come out for like two, three years. Yeah. So, uh, but I, mean, I I contributed money to them. This is before Kickstarter. This is before like I PayPal donated money to them to fucking make this movie. And uh, you PayPal donated money to them. Yeah. How much was the budget of the movie? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. What's it, it called? It was pretty funny. It was a uh, something mystery brigade, brigade or something. Cool, Greg. Look it up. Look up Derek comedy movie. Derek comedy D-E-R-R-I-C-K. movie. R I C K. Donald Glover, and then just for kicks, just type the word nude at the end of it. Let's <laughs> just see what happens. Uh, but it was a funny movie, and uh, then from there, 
mystery, mystery team. team. That's what click it was. this. Click on the IMDb. I want to see that. You're just so fast. You're too fast, cool Greg. You understand that? I want to see the synopsis of this film. Well, we're going to figure it out together, Kevin, as soon as you bring it back up. the mystery. Kevin's hair is so respectable now, and I hate it. It is. I know. I hate it. It's too respectable. No, don't do the Wikipedia. Go to the IMDb page. There it is right there. 2009 film. A group of former Encyclopedia Brown-style child detectives struggle to solve an adult mystery. That's a genius concept. Yeah, and uh, Aubrey Plaza is is. one of the main characters in it. God damn it, Kevin. Scroll down. Why do you do it? I thought you were done. No, we were talking about Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. I just wanted to see what her character's name was. Maybe it was something zany. <laughs> She's always wacky and zany. But I mean, that, that was the first time I'd ever seen her. 2009? Yeah. That's a long time ago, right? Like These are internet people back then. Like, oh, yeah. Super internet. And then uh, Community happened, and yeah. that like changed everything. It's like, oh, my God, it's the fucking Derek Comedy guy. Uh, and then he did a couple comedy specials that were super fucking funny. Um, and he didn't start doing the Charles Campino thing to, to years later. Oh, wow. Ellie Kemper. Wow. God, he's always shirtless. He really likes being shirtless. Good for him. There she is. I'm such a fuck. I fucking yeah, hate so my body so dudes. much. But they're, uh, they what are the guys' names? Wow. Too. They Just were like side back. I want to see their fucking names. What are their names? No. No. Bad. Bad. DC Pearson and Dominic Dierks. Yeah. Click, uh, click on DC Pearson. Let's see what he's done lately. Dominic Dierks is like. Oh, this guy's been in some shit. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I've seen him. Yeah, he was in Winter Soldier. What oh, the f- right. oh, he was one of those Apple employee that like, yeah. focused way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who had the great, really funny part that should have absolutely been cut out. Yeah. Like, this is really just not. This yeah. is breaking this. Um, this actually, that scene, a lot of people say, is why that movie does not belong on the top three of our MCU rankings. We all agreed. Not to go on a fucking tangent. We all Nick. fucking agree. But did you see the Engadget article today? No. I didn't see any news today. It was so, this morning. This is super self-indulgent, but that's what let's we do are it. What the, well, we talked about Donald Glover for forty-five minutes. So I want to keep that conversation. Yeah, we going, can keep it going. But tangent, real quick. Tangent. Uh, Kevin was on Engadget today, as he normally he is. He's either Kevin's, by the way, either ever always on Engadget, the Chive, or Reddit slash R slash Gone Wild. So he's here. He's scrolling, and then where the fuck did it just? Is it gone? I guess it's gone now. What was it? God damn it! Hit load more stories. Yeah, load more stories, Kevin. Let's do see it, your dude. load. Load those stories. Load it, Kevin. <laughs> this fucking site. Did it load more stories? No. What it the did. fuck did it do? It took you to What's another. Happening? It took you to a page that no one ever wants to go to. It was a weird page full of old stories that no one would ever click on. Come on, Engadget, get your shit together. Nice Man, site though. Well, whatever. It I enjoy the site. This morning that this happened. Okay. And maybe you just Google whatever it is, yeah. and it would probably take us to the article. I think Google works usually. No, instead, Kevin's filtering all the searches on the gadget. <laughs> That's going to take us there faster. It doesn't matter. I, like, I can just fucking tell you. We don't, we don't need to see it. I don't need to see it, but now the suspense is killing me. I want Kevin to find Will Kevin find it? We'll tune back in on next week's Speed Racer. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, my God. So somebody yeah. wrote an article yeah. reviewing MCU and review. Six hours ago. Why isn't it first? Yeah, that's, that is fucking weird. What? Yeah. Who is this person? So here's the story, Nick. Okay. She Charlene Lowe. Did not know who we were yeah. at all. Zero. No kind of funny knowledge. Watched Infinity War. Yeah. And then decided she wanted to watch, the, watch something on the internet to see what she missed in the movie. So she watched our review. Fell in love with the review. Naturally. So much show that she went back and watched all of the MCU and review Absolutely shows. she did. 
and wrote a review that's like this whole essay, and it is the nicest thing I anybody has love it. ever. It's such a well written. It's review. so in depth, and it's just like. Like Tim Gettys is dedicated and always comes with the facts that you need to know. But if that's not enough for you, you're gonna love the podcast within a podcast. And it's just, like, <laughs> she starts fucking breaking it down, and, and she's like, "The ranking doesn't matter. Who the fuck cares? It's about guys sitting around a table having fun talking yeah. like friends would." Yeah. And it's like she gets it. It's it's uh, you need to read it. I recommend I everyone it. read it. What? Because like more important is question so is what did she? What great things did she say about me? Let's be 100. Uh, Kevin, could you just control F and type Nick? Best and see if that comes out. Nick's the best. Let's see what she says about Nick Scarpino here. Because if she doesn't say something, that my name's there, so that's good. She spelled that right. And then there's just someone in the comments says Nick's beard. No, you are mentioned in other. Type in Scarpino. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like wigging out with Scarpino. <laughs> you'll, you'll come for the Easter eggs and rankings, but stay for the podcast within a podcast. Like Scarpino's ranked those abs and wigging out with Scarpino. Or my favorite thing ever, Miller and Cortez's Ragu Bagu. Because I watched the series out of order, I was slightly confused what this was at first until I started for the pilot and realized it was short for rad guys talking bad guys. As Miller reminds you each episode, all the while cracking himself up, you can follow Ragu Bagu on Twitter at Ragu Bagu Vids. And if you donate a thousand dollars to the kind of funny Patreon, you can run that account for a week. To date, no one has taken them up on that offer. Shocker. <laughs> it's so shocking. Yeah, wait, but like, I mean, I know we're spending a lot of time on this article. I mean, Cheryl Lynn. I just fucking read love the it. first, like, this little bit right here. It's like, so perfect. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it. I just want you, everyone to know, like, this literally brings me so much joy. Yeah. Like, the fact that something we created... Some is resonating with, with people, and I feel like the way she puts it is so beautiful. She starts the article off, quote, You've got this guy. Captain America. And let me tell you, this white boy can run. <laughs> Greg Miller cracks himself up as he begins to go over the plot of Captain America Winter Soldier. The rest of his crew starts laughing around him, too, as he continues. That's a big part of this movie, that he runs and he passes on the left. <laughs> it's been weeks since I first heard Miller utter those words, yet I still can't help but giggle each time I yeah. listen to it again. Yeah. <laughs> let's get, let's, let me say her name correctly so we can give her a shot. God damn it, Kevin. God. Why? Why don't you, you just wait until we clearly move on to another subject before you f see fit to come? Right. What else are you doing at your little pod over there that you've got? You don't switch the camera anymore, so why can't we just keep it? I want to say it was Sher uh, Sherilyn. Sherilyn Lowe. Lowe. Shout out to Sherilyn Lowe for Engadget. If you guys find her on Twitter, tell her she's awesome. Uh, send her some love. On Twitter, it is at C-H-E-R-L-Y-N-N-L-O-W. There you go. That's and that, that is that is great. You need to read the whole thing later. I'll read the whole it thing. It is hilarious. That's great. It's not that series has done wonders for us. It has, man. Because a lot I'm of people say of it. that the morning show uh, is just a trash bag that stinks, mm -hmm. but that they can't get enough of. Obviously, people like the games daily and the and the games cast on the other channel. The fact that you've developed a product that's single handedly bringing this channel back. Bring it, it. Back. bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> so bringing it back to Donald Glover. Yeah. Uh, I want to hear Cool Greg's perspective on this. Cool Greg, grab you the don't mic. Want to, I, cool, I no, no, no. I mean, we can't all be, uh, if you don't like it, I want to hear why you don't like it. We're bring, talking about Donald Glover? We're talking about the new Childish Campino, This Is America video slash song. Since I've learned, the only thing I've learned since being that kind of funny or the most important thing is do not give my real opinions to the internet. Okay, no. So what I'm we said is don't give out. any uh, opinions that are um, gonna put you in jail. That's what we want. No, nah, I just best friends are rude to me when I talk about Donald Glover. Really? Yeah, man. I'm not well, allowed to have the, an opinion on him. I'm sorry. Everyone's this too woke is, for me. 
clearly the the Nick over Greggy show right now, and you're the, wo- the most woke person I know. You're so woke that I'm afraid right now I'm sleepwalking. That's how woke you are. Do you understand me? Do I not want to hear his opinion on Childish Gambino? No. I mean, that was his opinion, right? That was it? He yeah, doesn't like he him? He doesn't like him. Why don't you like him? I, I want to know why. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. All right. I'm going to get harassed for this. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if you get harassed. Don't you, harass you cool tell him, don't harass. If you harass Cool Greg, you've got me to contend with. And let me tell you one thing right now, ladies and gentlemen. There is nothing more insulting than when you throw an insult at me and I don't see it. And I won't pay attention to you. So that's what you have coming if you fuck with Cool Greg. Okay? <laughs> a whole wave of nothing coming from me. A whole wave of nothing. Hey, you know that time that you desperately needed mommy and daddy to be there and they just didn't come home? That's what you're going to get from fucking Uncle Nicky. Do you understand me? If you what mess with Cool Greg. So Daddy's crazy. not coming home. You're going to be by yourself. You're going to think, how do I order pizza? Your stupid, dumb kid hands can't manipulate the phone well enough to figure out. And you're, like, you're trying to send an emoji to Pizza Hut or DiGiorno and you can't remember which one fucking will send you pizzas. Shout out to DiGiorno. Shout out to DiGiorno. All right, man. continuing back with you. Yeah. What, were you what did you want to say the more story, about? Uh, the story of the Gambians. Like, uh, there's a fun story that I want to tell that I've told before on the show, but it was a long, long time mm-hmm. ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Uh, one of our good friends, Sean Finnegan, the shark, chomp, chomp, right? Uh, he, what? What do you got to say about Sean Finnegan? Dude? I love him. I yeah. miss him. I have Sean, if you're listening to this, which I'm, I'm, I fucking guarantee you're not until I tell everyone to go tell you on Twitter at Shop by Finnegan. Mm-hmm. I think you should listen to this part. I miss you. I haven't seen you in a while. And I miss the intellectual conversations we have. But I also miss the Seanisms that you say that keeps me and Tim laughing for a very long time. So Sean Poignant. went to college. All right. Yeah. He did this whole thing. Down there. And then there was the UCB down there where they would do all the improv. Com- you see my phone just unlock itself and look at me. They're fucking watching us, bro. What? They are fucking this shit listens us. and watches you. Uh, he would go to all these improv comedy shows yeah. at UCB and they would do a tournament every week. And I forgot what it was called. Doesn't matter. But yeah. they had a troupe where like there was a troupe that was dominant. and It was Derek Comedy. Yeah. So they'd be there and every week people would go up against them and they would lose. Derek Comedy on a fucking streak. They won the most weeks in a row that anyone ever has or some shit like that. And Sean would go every week with his group of friends just to watch this because it's a fun thing to do. Uh, and at some point, they're like, hey, this is just going to be an exhibition match. It's not going to actually count for the things. It's just for fun. But we're bringing in a celebrity guest to go against Eric Comedy. That celebrity guest was Robin Williams. Jesus Christ. Can you fucking imagine? No. And it, like, it's funny now looking back on it because like Donald Glover is huge. But at that point, it was just like, oh, this funny guy that Sean knew because of college. Yeah. Right. And then Robin Williams comes out for improv. That's amazing. Fucking A, man. That's I, so cool. I'll say this before. I'll say it again. I uh, was hanging out with the Schmoes and Brienne down in uh, the first time I did the Schmodown trivia show. Bri- I mean, maybe it was the second time. Brienne and I hanging out. And she's like, hey, there's this really fun thing that's happening right now called Tournament of Nerds, I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's a Upright Citizens Brigade show hosted by Hal from Screen Junkies. Um, and I forgot the other guy's name. Anyway, long story short is your single competitors, they come in and you have to have – you. they give you a character like, the week before – and you have to be that character and diss the other character. You get like three minutes to do it. So it's like, but they're fictional characters. The nerd characters, basically. So like, ri- or just characters from pop culture, basically. So like Ripley from Alien versus the Gordon Fisherman. And you have to figure out, you just have to make three minutes of hilarious material, bat- like basically roasting the other character. But you have to do it for every character. Yeah. So it's, as it's a tournament, you, have, you might have to deliver 18 minutes of original material. You have basically like a week to, to develop. Anyway, long story short, I have never laughed as hard as I laughed at this. Yeah. These guys are, I think there's a guy named, uh, I want to say Joe Starr was his name. 
Joester? No, that's that's our Joester. I want to say Joe Star was his name. It could be something else. Um, and I think he works with Screen Junkies. He was so he did Tommy the Green Ranger, mm-hmm. and he was the it's the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen live in my life. I was like, I don't want any more of this because I feel like I'm gonna hyperventilate, and I want like it was one of those things where like I don't want any more of this because I want to come back to this. Yeah, at another time. This is that's how funny it is. We gotta go sometime. Man. I'd, I'd love, love to. to. I'd love to go. The problem is we don't have a, a ton of improv here. Yeah, we have good comedy here mm-hmm. because we've got the big clubs here that the big headliners come through. But that's it's just a different art form. Yeah, definitely. and in LA, if you ever get a chance, you see a UCB show or a Groundling show. There, when when you when you get the cream of the crop, the guys that are like ready to break through, they're fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean they put tons of time into it. Good for them. They're all they're all just like just waiting to get that audition. You know, mm-hmm. it's exciting. It's fun yeah. for them. I don't know. How you feeling? Good. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's do. You want to do one more topic or? The I forgot quick the. One? I forgot the third. To, what was the third topic? Jordans. Oh, you're fucking. Let's just do that. You want to do Jordans? Let's do Continuing Jordans. the Nick, Tim, rivalry. Yeah. Nick versus Tim. Tim wears these elaborate Jordans. Now, if you guys follow Tim on Instagram at Tim Gettys, he was making fun of the Met. Oh, I guess celebrating the Met Gala last week and did a look every day. That I giggled about because his look was literally just a matching new Jordan two shirt that he wore. Uh, one I think was called Bumblebee. I think the there was Bumblebee. a Bumblebee. Flight of the Bumblebee. Flight of the Bumblebees. Let's look Those through this. Let's looks. bring these up. Um, one was called Electric Blue. I think Electric Boogaloo. Start like pull it up. You can bring them. Just let's go through the week. Hold on. Uh, let me let me open them all then. What you're going way too far back? Yeah. I started there. The Ferris Bueller's jacket. I think is where it started. Oh, you're opening them all. I see. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So this is the first look. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what is this called? Uh, I didn't have a name for this one. Uh, I just posted it. Just you posted it next to my Zen garden outside. That someone was yeah, next kind enough to put candles in. Mm-hmm. So that shows you how much people garden. respect me in this in this organization. Candles. Yeah. So um, if you zoom in on that picture, there are birthday candles in there, and I'm pretty sure uh, Jen. True? Yeah, they've they've been there for like weeks since Greg's birthday. Oh. But yeah, so this this was uh, the first picture. I hadn't. I, I would. I didn't really plan this whole thing, but Anthony Carboni gave me this jacket. And I'm like, that jacket is the perfect combination of cool and hideous. I know, right? It's right. just Tim Gettys. You can't <laughs> wear it every day because people are going to start yeah. to think you're a street person. So the, these shoes I'm wearing right there, those are those are the the Cyber Monday threes. Okay, is what they're called? Because usually, Nick, I'm going to educate you a little bit yeah. here, okay? Because you're a fogey, as some people can like we, to call. Can you. we zoom in on these shoes? These are these are these are acceptable as far as my standards yeah, of these loudness. Are, these are just standard. So here's the thing: like normally with Jordans, right? There's they're Jordan. That's yeah. the brand. Mm-hmm. There's the numbers. So there's the ones, twos, threes, sure. fours. It goes all the way up and whatever. Naturally. Um, but the colorways usually get fun nicknames. So they're not like officially called these things. Right. But like those were called the Cyber Monday. Like Cyber Monday is that color combination. Okay. You got it? That was just black and white. Yes. Just black and white. Now okay. go back to that. Kev. Thank you. These are what I call my beaters. Okay. These are the ones you normally wear. Beaters are just everyday shit. It's just your daily drivers. You can fucking wear them. You can see they're fucking messed up and dirty. I don't really give a shit. Like every, These are the shoes that I cycle through every couple months. I'll buy a new pair to replace them, right? Right. But whatever. This was more about the jacket than mm-hmm. anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, then go, you can go to the next one, Kev. So these uh, are fours, Jordan fours. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some debate whether they're black motorsport fours or black royals. I don't fucking know. Now, when did you buy these? How did you buy these? I bought these online. Because I imagine you bought these from the back of some dude's car at the uh, Tanforan mm-hmm. uh, mall. Mm-hmm. And you had to verify. 
you had to verify that they were true by some sort of picture to an internet expert. Yeah. Is that no, accurate? That is not accurate. Okay. So here's the thing. That would have been the case if these were shoes people actually cared about. They were iconic. These are not iconic. Mm-hmm. This is not an iconic colorway. Mm-hmm. So these were readily available on Foot Locker. They were super easy to get. Okay. I bought them because obviously I'm a big fan of blue. That's these cool. look like very Tim shoes. I bought them. I had had these for six months, and this is the first time I ever wore them. Okay. They'd just Why? been sitting under my bed. Just because? Yeah. Just cause. You just didn't care about them My problem much. is because I'm just, I'm lazy. So it's like this week really pushed me to be like, you know what? I'm going to do let's this. Start, let's start yeah. cycling through the Jordans. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this look nice. The okay. fours, some of my favorite shoes of all time. Okay. Really love the design. They're cool. They're loud and they have like cool, fun things going on. But they're like also discreet enough that they're not crazy. These are these don't strike me as the kind that I would make fun of you for wearing. Yes. Now, let's see what the next ones. So these are 11. These were getting these are 11 into ridiculous low, territory. They're, they're low 11s. Can we Some zoom a little bit more on this? Right. Can we can we zoom a little bit more? Can, can we enhance? Enhance. Enhance, Kevin. Enhance. Kevin, enhance. How did that somehow you enhanced, but it, but fucking Instagram made the picture smaller? It's very stupid, man. God, they so suck. Random. So these like the patent leather is the future. The patent leather, it's I feel loud. it to me is where you start getting into "Are you kidding me?" territory. Mm-hmm. It's where the tip of your shoe makes you start to look like a spaceman from the movie Lost in Space. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like they're so loud that they have to be worn ironically. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like when you walk out, I just feel like when you put those shoes on, and you can correct me if I'm wrong in saying this, but somewhere a little Gia Harris just shakes her head. No, like shakes her head. Because the thing is, I feel like uh, in in real life, these aren't that crazy. It's just when you wear matching jackets and stuff. That's when it starts to no. get really loud. These are pretty. Well, you are matching your the tip of your shoe to your car. But these, there was one pair that you wore that like the tip of it was so shiny that I was like, you can't it must wear that around these. me. It must have been these. You can't wear those yeah. around me. They're too, they, they make you look like you're about, like here's what these scream to me, that you and Andy are about to go take on Cool Greg and one of his friends in a, uh, on, the, on the gridiron on the court, oh, right? But that you're going to go, time. you're going to wear them to the court, you're going to take them, take off, them off, you're going to put on your real basketball put on shoes, <laughs> beat on, put on the beaters, and then you're going to lose beaters, that game Greg. and put this shit back on. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Cool Greg, what are you wearing right now? Those what are, are these? The Flint sixes. These Jordans? No, these are uh, sevens. Are they, oh, they're yeah. Not, they're not the Flints either. Damn, I'm so off. Yeah, but Flints are these, but they have a little bit of purple where you can't see. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Flint sevens are hot. These start with an M, not Maze, but I forgot what they're called, like Maury's or something like that. Are they Jordans? Yeah, Jordan sevens. Okay, they're Jordan sevens. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite number, sevens. I like the fours too, though. Yeah, sevens are great. That's the only thing me and Tim agree on with Jordans. Yeah, yeah pull, the, pull these motherfuckers up. Show the people. Hold on, hold on. That's my favorite Jordan. My first yeah, so the Flint 7s. They're the just so ornate mm-hmm. that I feel like there has to be a culture of people who that, that are Jordan lovers who are the only people that actually like these shoes. You see what I'm saying? It, like, I, mean, I can't imagine someone walks by and crazy. goes, that's a great shoe, and I've never heard of a Jordan before. You know, I don't know. They're pretty no, cool. If I saw this shoe, I would be like, I mean, Cool Greg, notwithstanding, because Cool Greg does everything, and it's. But I mean, like, look, he's wearing them right this now, like. Tiny shit line. But I mean, they're similar. Like, yeah. this that's tiny weird. line of purple here and here. It's fucking hot, man. It's yeah, weird it's looking. Hot, it's it allows absurd. for the matchy matchy. It's weird looking. They look. They, the thing the is, matchy. they all look like shoes that should be in Back to the Future too, mm-hmm. like space shoes. They're and they're dope, just dude. so outrageous. Fire, dude. That's not how. First off, we all know what how I feel about. The word fire. You're not allowed to use the word fire or everything around me to mm. describe anything. So unless you're literally talking about everything yeah. in the world, do not use the word everything Nick, around man, me. Nick, man, let me tell you something, man. Things can be corny, but with me, I don't play that shit. 
Like, I know there's that not cool one break. person that does something that I'm like, oh, he does that, I can't do that, or he does that, so I can't. Like, it's, it's none of that. He can't do that, that's on him. I could do whatever the fuck. Same thing with you. You could do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I so I was like, and I do. You know, you say the fire shit's corny, then fire's corny. But to me, I don't think it's corny, so it's not corny. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it I is mean, what it is, man. To be honest, it's just a shtick. I don't care. I say fire all the time. Um, I'll say things <laughs> are everything. I just have to listen. I've no, I know one thing about myself, ladies and gentlemen. And that you don't get famous for not having a, a perspective on mm-hmm. things. You got to take a stance on stuff. Mm-hmm. People don't like it when you're middle of the road all the time. You're flipping mm-hmm. and flopping. So I'm I'm desperately trying more to just have a stance. And then when I want to change my mind on that, I just change. Feel it. free to do it. You see what I'm it's saying? Opinion, now life. the last day. This isn't the last the week. day. Oh, this isn't the last day. No. Okay. Now these. What kind of Jordans are these? So these. I like are this Jordan, style Jordan of Jordan. ones. Okay. That's what I'm telling you. The these ones are, the are classics, cool. man. The thing is, these come in every colorway fucking imaginable, and it's like the, you can always go always go into a store. They'll be there. They're not hard to get. There's a couple classic colorways. These ones, the little wingy thing, the, the radio flyer or PK yeah. flyer things on the sides, whatever they are. What? They have the little wings on the side. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one logo. These are fucking great. They're awesome. They feel great. They're they're my favorite shoe, I they're would say. Black overall. and yellow. You, why did you pick black and yellow? I've never seen you wear yellow before in my life. Well, because I have a couple yellow shirts, things to go. So you just said I'm going to match the so shirt. So these the are the day. new love Jordan ones. Okay. Now, there's also a pair called the Old Loves. All right? Oh, sure. You have to get these as a package. So they make you buy two pairs of shoes. Of course. The other pair of shoes is these, but in black and red. I've seen those. I've seen you have those, right? You've seen, you've worn those before. I don't have those. No. I thought you've had. No. I bought, but my friend bought the package. I bought these from them. Okay. Right. Okay. So that's how that works. Let's go into the next one. So these are super loud. I I don't normally wear these shoes because like, even for me, I'm like, this is obnoxious. Mm -hmm. Those are fucking dope shoes. They're Fuego though. Oh God, Spanish fight! Now these, the ones that these you wear the all the time. Eights. These are, I would are say, at this borderline. Point, they're beaters. They're, they're ridiculous. Black. These are ridiculous. These are the ones that I've, I've, like that. I've literally talked to Gia about these, and she mm-hmm. just shakes her head. Will mm-hmm. not engage me with these anymore. Great photos, dude. Because you look like you are like Nike sponsored your trip to the moon. It, That's what jokes, it looks like. Man. They're fucking cool. They're I not, love these shoes. They're weird looking. I love these shoes. They're so overly designed. They're basically the speed racer of shoe. There's there just so there. much going on mm-hmm. that you would think there's a lot going on, but in reality, it's mostly just form, no substance. You I'll don't need all this so. Velcro. Why is it double-strapped? How long so does it tight. take you to put these things on, get them off? Now, here's the, it takes a long time. But, it's too much. Uh, I figured out a system where I can just slip in. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Now, here's what I'm going to say to you. It goes a long way. I, I value our friendship, so mm-hmm. I, I didn't do this. But last week, I had Andy walk out with me and take a series of pictures of me. Same outfit, different mm-hmm. poses. Yeah. And I was going to post those once a day. You Monday, Tuesday, it. Wednesday, Thursday. You should have done it. I felt it was negative. No. But now I'm... Do no, it. I That's mean, it was the exact awesome. same thing. No, it was the exact same. It was the fuck. It's a meta joke. It would just be to fuck with you. Yeah. No one would have gotten it but you. I and mean, now I feel I like the people on this show... Clear. I'm I'm regretting this because mm-hmm. I could have surprised you with that. That would have been good. And been like, look, I want to just break down this look. It was me in that, that hideous, filthy, casual shirt that I have that I love. The one that's just gigantic that every single time I wear, people go, filthy, casual. I'm like, great, you can read. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's got a, it's that teal shirt that's got a gigantic yellow circle. And everyone's like, oh, people go, that's a yeah. dope shirt. But then old people go, filthy, <laughs> casual. And I'm like, fuck, I know. Old people for, bro? Because I fucking hate them. So I have, there's two two outfits that I didn't debut last week. Oh, do um, we? Is this an I, I don't know. It's not. But I still, Kevin, can you just pull up military fours? 
I have a whole bunch of pairs of but ones. But here's the thing. So I asked you, I was Those like, I want to get a pair of Nikes. And I was like, I kind of wanted to look at these Air Force Ones. And you said, no, you can't wear the Air Force Ones. They're they're stupid. You're going to look dumb in them. Yeah. Is that still the... Air Force Ones tried to have a comeback. In my opinion, it didn't. Work. I went to a store over the weekend. I saw a bunch of them that looked really cool. They had some that were like camo with like a little Velcro strap at the top of top them right. that were dope. Yeah. They're called all white Fazos now. Yeah, pull these up. So you know. Maybe. So I own these. I've owned three pairs of they these. Look, in my they look these scream nineteen ninety five. I just want you to know that. Absolutely. And like they look the like point. a like a Toyota Celica from that era. Exactly. What what a fucking great time to be alive. They're really Driving cool cars. Click on the one where I mean? yeah, click on no, click on the one three over from that. Right there. Yeah, those bad boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I would expect someone who wears these to still live with his mother and deliver pizzas. I just want you to know that. I mean, cool. You know what I mean? Live mm-hmm. your life. So you wear these in, in, ironically as because they're retro. Is that what no, you're saying? No, it's not ironic. I mean, I love because they also but, look like. But a, to be fair, year, Nick, yeah. I don't wear these that often. Okay, because you have I, a pair of these. Why don't you yes. wear them? Because couple things. In my older age, I don't really love how white shoes look on me. Yeah. Uh, with the outfits that I wear, like they're a little too attention Fuck. grabby. Here's the problem: I'm starting to like these. They're fucking hot, dude. I really came at these. Fours the are great. Fours are fucking great. And look up these. Space Jam 11s. Jesus Christ! See now, these are classic shoes. Don't do that. From the movie Space Jam. Oh Christ. But these are fucking hot, dude. But this has patent leather on it. Yeah. I'm going to throw up. Oh, Christ. That is oh, not. so nice. That's hideous. I hate the guns. Those are fucking dude, hideous. They're so nice. Uh, if you have a top pair of right these, picture, the second take right. them outside. Yeah. Dude, they're and so And burn fucking, them in front of your so children and say nice. that daddy's that Uncle Scarpino the does not want you to fucking Yeah, click on that. Ever. The breads. So there's black and red. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Fucking classic. Those shit. are just an abomination. Those They're are not great. what anyone needs to be looking at They're right now. Great. Those are terrible. So now here's the thing, Nick. I want to give you a shout out. Yeah. And also I want to call you an idiot. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm gonna call you an idiot because yeah, we, we went out and I'm trying to convince you to just get Jordan ones like a fucking normal person. And you're like, I want the Air Force ones. Like you only want the Air, want Air Force, Force ones because they have like four inches of height. I'm a short man. I don't hide it. Um, like Air Force ones were the shit in 2004. Type in, Kevin, go to the go to the Air Force. Let's let's look at some Air Force ones real quick. The newest ones because some of these are dope looking. And I found a couple over the weekend, and I was like, I want to try these on. But then I heard Tim's voice pop over my shoulder. Don't get them. You're too old. I would make fun of you to the end of time. Would, if you got fucking it, Air Force It might be worth doing. The only person I know that still wears Air Force Ones is my friend James Burke. And he calls them the Burke Force Ones. That's pretty fuck. Are we not doing this, Cap? We're not going to look these up? I'm trying to. When you look up Air Force Ones, you get a lot of plain. Nike. You type in Nike beforehand. I, well, that's what I was trying to figure out. Don't get all mad at me. I like when mm-hmm. I can see him type it so we can make fun of him as it happens. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Let's see. Yeah, go to Nike.com. Let's see what these look like. What are these? Let's see what's, let's see what's here during the air, end of the Air Force One cat- category. See, I think these are a cool classic Nike. Well, I know. Like, those are dope. Those ones right there. Those are the ones I looked at, the mids with the little strappy thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool looking. All right. So here's the thing. Yeah. There's a design for Nike. The Jordan. <laughs> bless you, Kevin. The Jordan ones. The Air Force Ones and Nike Dunks are all the same design, the yeah. same family. The Dunks I can't do because the big, like the the swooshy thing on the side of this is too big for those. It's too apparent. What for Dunks? Or maybe I'm thinking the wrong ones. We'll get to that in a second. But what I like about these are the monochromatic ones. Those are dope. First off, go over to the Lime Ones, click on ten and a half, order me a motherfucking pair of those right now because those are sh- those are, are the shit. Me? If I wore those, I've, I feel like Whoopi Goldberg from the eighties. She's wore shoes Wait, like that, and second. I love it. Yeah, the Space Jam. With a little bit of purple on them, that's too loud. This these guys this listen to me right want. now and hear my words are f- are fire. Are fire. 
These are everything. I don't understand. Okay. Flip on fire already? I'm right high. They're right high. Well, look at these 07 mids. Close it. Run over. Over to the right. Over to the right. Over to the right. No, one over. I said one over to the right. No, down. You, didn't. you said down. over to the right. <laughs> down. And he goes to caddy corner. You see what I say? Diagonal. He goes up. You said over Click to the right on like 15 times, Nick. So I went all the way to the right. I'm going to make him swallow this pen lengthwise. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> These are dope. No. Like, okay, there's so many problems with this. This is and the again, problem. I'm a fucking You just curious. pointed out a bunch of shoes that look like they were dipped in the La Brea tar pits. And then I show you this nice, unique, like, simple... Air Force One, and you. This is where Air you draw Force, the line. Like, and these are like weird knockoff Air Force Ones. Like, they're, they're not on Nike's even website. the classic Air Force Ones. Those are ones. sick, and you fucking know it. There's a map of London on those. Those are dope. Look, look up Nike Dunks, Kev. Dunks are like the same shoe, mm -hmm. just without all the like ridiculous amount. I think I tried right. the Dunks. They have a classic Dunk that I liked, where it was like the old school high top that Nike first made. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah. And uh, they, the they were too, I, I tried them on. They were just the, the swoosh stands out too much for my liking. But I, I don't know what you're talking about. So the thing is, like, you can't get distracted. These Nike Dunkalos, top mid, Kev. Yeah, like that's what a dunk is. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm not here. That but, that I like but, right there. I like that right there. But that's what I'm saying. Any colorway, it doesn't matter. But like, that's the style of shoe. Mm -hmm. You can put that in any fucking color. And it's mm -hmm. a classic. Mm -hmm. Air Force Ones, they had their time. They're I Jordan Ones, same as dunks. Mm -hmm. I just feel like. Those are dope. But they look like they're Air Force Ones. But th that you're right. They are. Yeah. But they're not. Yeah. <laughs> they're still cool. I, again, I feel like you're they're trying timeless. to explain how an iPhone works to your grandmother. This is how I feel right now. You're not making any sense. You're, put, you're basically putting a lot of this logic out based on gut reactions. It's like getting the iPhone 8. When you should have just got the, the 10. The well, people are. That's, that's just an egregious offense. And if you did that to yourself, you, you just sold yourself. Uh, but okay, I, I said I want to talk shit about you and give yeah. you a shout out. Yeah. I want to give you a shout out because yeah. what I'm saying right now, it's like, oh, the, the cool shoes, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm making fun of you for Air Forces and whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I want, you're wearing a new pair of kicks right now. I, I want to give a shout out because they're very on trend. I'm a Is pretty a strictly Nike? Nike guy. Yeah. So like I don't fuck around with that type. You got the box on, man. I did get some box. Show the people the box. Here, put the box up here. Those are my dad shoes. The fucking dad shoes. These are the box. The classic Reeboks, man. Now, these are the uh, the Club C Reeboks I found over the weekend. We were shopping on Mother's Day. Uh, I like them because they are they fit my monochromatic tendencies. They're all gray. They're just all gray. Uh, but they're not just the runner. They're more like the te the actual tennis shoe. The tennis shoe. Yeah. Yes. And I like them a lot. Um, my wife calls them dad shoes. And I'm okay with that. Knowing fully well that Kevin's going to make fun of me. When I say that phrase, there's, there's a couple of shoes that are just classics, though. That at any point, like they're they're they'll never not be cool. Those are one of them. Vans, like the slip-on Vans. Slip-on, well, yeah, the slip-on or, or the um, the uh, they have a classic the van that I love. Yeah, what are the what are those called? High tops. Those are the van high tops. Yeah. No, they have a different name. No, Chuka something. Chupacabra. No, you're thinking of a Chuck. Uh, the Chuck Taylors. Chuck Taylors. Well, of course, of course, there's Chuck Taylors. Yeah. yeah. There's the Adidas, the three-stripe Adidas. The, yeah, the, White, the turtle the shell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but then there's, there's other ones that are like, that are classics that are not always going to be cool. Like side. the Felis. Remember the Felis? Felis I don't think were ever cool. Fila. There, no, there was a moment. And that's there was thing. like a Fila and a British Knight Felis moment. Felis and, and Air Force Ones are in the same category. It was like, there was a moment in time where those things were the fucking hot. I tried these on over the weekend. Um, 2000. And I was like, eight. 
I was like, am I going to buy a fucking pair of Reeboks right now? Yeah, dude. Hey, man, Air Forces aren't... Like, I know exactly what oh, you're getting see, at, Tim. The Empire Air Strikes Back. Air Forces are not that out, bro. The fucking like, oh, Empire they call Strikes them Back, now. bro. Like, it's a whole thing. Trump wears them. It's a whole thing, that, man. My, my whole Didn't point... did Taylor Swift... That's her name? Yeah. Didn't she do some shit to My her? whole point is Air Force Ones are very much back, and they are pushing them. I don't agree with the movement. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying those things have come and gone. I do not fuck with them. Now, I see... Uh, you're going to say that now... But then someone's gonna walk in with a pair of Air Force Ones, and like a week from now, and, and Tim's gonna be like, "Those are pretty cool. Those are pretty cool." Not true. I will. You know, He's pretty like against the Air Force Ones more than anything else. Like I game. showed Cat. him. I showed yeah. him an Air Force One when Can I was first look looking for some shoes, and he told Air me to Force fuck ones. myself. Basically, was what he said. But like I said earlier, bro, we can pull off anything, bro. Oh, like I know shit, I can pull off anything. Can pull Honestly, anything. to be honest, this is all a very it's interesting argument. Had I tried on a pair that I liked, I would have just bought them. Yeah. But I tried a ton. I tried dunks. I tried all sorts of things. I just didn't like the way it looked on my foot. Largely because the dunks are like a, um, skateboard, shoe a skateboard shoe. And I already have Vans. I, I liked the dunks. Uh, I tried a couple of nice pairs on Nordstrom. Mm. I just I already have that shoe in my arsenal. And I needed something to replace my actual tennis shoe. So I went with the Reebok. But I definitely would say it goes dunks, oh. Air Force right, right, right. I mean dunks, Jordan 1s, oh. and then Air Force 1s. Yeah. Oh, it's fair. Uh, That's hot, but. but I'm... I'm, I'm so here's the thing. Those are, bring, this bring, this bring this up. Those are hideous. They're hideous. But in 2006, they were so there was wow. nothing cooler than fucking wow. camo. So yeah, uh, so I three over, these. two over from that. Those camels are now, dope. Now here's the thing. Okay, I owned these. Fucking loved them. Whatever. Uh, to the right. Kev, can you right, scroll there. up and type in blue camo? Oh, that's nasty. Air Force like an Arctic camo. Uh, one, oh one to the left, left, up, yeah. Oh Jesus I Christ! I remember these as Many well. Many nights on eBay. Many Those nights are Arctic eBay. camo, man. And yeah, everyone dude. knows this. If you were a kid that was born in the eighties or nineties, Arctic camo trumps all. You can't only use it in one set of circumstances. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Arctic. <laughs> okay, you can't put those motherfuckers in a forest. You can stand out like a sore thumb. Cheetahs and pumas and shit are gonna come kill you. That's what happens. I feel that's like what happens. Floating in water, they might be helpful too. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah, because they have a lot of girthiness but, to them. To be fair, shoes. I like you just using that word. Yeah, frivolently. Uh, this has been a fun one. It has been a fun. This one. has been a fun one, uh, ladies. I and feel gentlemen, like we've been on a roll with these game over Greggy. This shows. was like this was nice because it was like a discussion. Yeah. Normally, when Greg's here, he starts ah! laughing at himself and and then fucking slamming his fit. head against the wall like a kid who's on Ritalin. I just no. want to say it wasn't the other much one of a happy. discussion. Nick would not like concede at all with Speed Racer. No, it's, it's terrible. A it's a garbage movie. It's not, but that's not what a discussion is. It's a movie. I listened to Tim's points. Uh, he made a lot of very informed points. Uh, I'm not going to say he's wrong, but I will say he failed miserably in convincing me that Speed Racer was a good movie. And as we know on this channel, since I'm the person actually intro and outroing this, my opinion is the one that matters. It's true. More. I think he like made valid points to everything that you hated. He put about it, it. I will say this: and you, you put were just the movie. Like, I can't put it past the graphics. It's. I just thought it was a garbage movie, and that <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> you made. You did to your credit. Uh, give me a different perspective that now when I go in to watch the movie, I will then adjust my perspective and yeah. see. Because I'm not against it being an, an enjoyable movie. I just can't just pull the thread work. on why it's enjoyable. I can't find the thing I that think, I'm going to dig I about it. I think you are against it being an enjoyable movie. 
I'm not against any movie being a joint movie. Ladies I love gentlemen, movies. This has been the, the game I want to like The Departed, Kevin. I want to like four, it. Sometimes five, but I can't gather around this table because Alec Baldwin sweats the entire time for your amusement. and he just does. bumps uh, into Patreon.com. Pulls his pants up like my uncle fucking Danny. We appreciate it. You also get things for it. This guy, Until Michael Danny's trying to cut me some cob coal. I love you. Nikki, you want some cob coal? Yeah, Uncle Danny, I'd love some. But pull your pants up first, sir, because your gut's hanging over and you're clearly dying of heart disease.